Welcome to Nintendo Dads, episode 392, recorded on September 15th, 2022. On tonight's episode, we talk about our exciting news that dropped earlier today on YouTube, video game Christmas, and your questions this week. Jesse, you know what to do. Ladies and gentlemen, hello peeps out there. This is Tim and the Nintendo Dads crew with episode 392, recorded on September 15, 2022, as I mentioned at the top. And yes, it's me leading the show today because why not? And right. with me <laughs> and with me today so far is Marty. How you doing? Man, I am I'm great. What an awesome week Heck of yeah. video game news. Like we had the uh, Nintendo Direct. We had uh, PlayStation State of Play that tried to jump in there and steal their thunder. <laughs> and then we had the Xbox uh, ID or ID yes. all showcase. And then the best news of all, today we had our big news. Yeah. We'll get into here in just a minute. So I like it's been uh, an incredible, incredible week. So I am doing fantastic. I have a Monster Energy. I'm getting a new iPhone tomorrow. Uh, I have eaten potato soup today. And I ate ice cream right before we came on air. So, wow. <laughs> All right. With that, let's move over to Jesse. How are you doing, doing today? Yeah, yeah, Today is one of those fun days where they did try to do a release last night. Something went wrong. They called me at 2.30. I'm trying. I, I'm, I'm like half awake looking at logs for two hours before they finally say, we need to roll this back. Because uh, you know we, we need to get this back into production before business hour starts. So the uh, so I'm like, okay, send me the logs so I can look at them later on when I'm more awake. And so I look at them, and I figure out the problem in 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Did they still need the problem fixed at the time you figured it out? It, the problem is with the database, not with the code. So we're still we still we'll, we're going to re-roll it out with the correct database entries next week. Good for you. Look at you swooping in and saving the day. Now here's a here's Huzzah, a, sir, I here's say. something Huzzah. Nintendo can do is they can send Jesse the logs, and he'll charge you by looking them over, and then we can figure out what's going on with their online stuff. So yeah, like do with the random disconnections in, in Splatoon Three. <laughs> There you go. Yeah, not at 2.30 in the morning. All right. We'll at least let you sleep until 4.30. And Justin will be joining us later, too. So I'm sure he's doing all right, and he'll give us an update of what's going on. He's busy playing these those brand-new Sega games. He had to stop everything and just... Earthworm Jim. He had to play uh, those Genesis games. Yeah, he had to check them out. So... All right, let's head on over to the news. Let's get started. News is brought to you by our Patreons over at patreon.com slash Nintendo Dads. We thank all of them for joining us every time and staying with us and helping us to do what we're going to be talking about shortly. And besides the Patreons, we will also have our sponsors by Manscaped, which I'm sure Justin will bring over to us once he comes on board here. If not, we'll wing it. We'll figure it out. (laughs) Marty, put away your sword. (laughs) David asks, what kind of ice cream? Uh, It was 
blue bunny strawberry swirl cone that even that had like a ribbon of like strawberry gel through it that had like a cheesecake type type ice cream Ooh. with it was a like soft ice cream and then you get to the bottom and here's the best part at the bottom of the cone guess what's there a, like a white chocolate a white chocolate stopper to keep okay. it from leaking oh yes yes oh. i like those stoppers those are nice oh my those gosh are, it's like it's a so good it's so good <laughs> it makes up for the fact that at the high school ball game that I was at earlier, uh, they were selling concessions and I went to get a snack and they had bags of chips and they also had nibblers from Zaxby's. I don't know if you guys have Zaxby's where you are. No, but like it's a chicken place. Okay. okay. It's like a Southern fried chicken place. Uh, and they do like chicken sandwiches and uh, tenders and stuff like that. And they have these things called nibblers. They're almost like a little, like crystal sized uh, chicken sandwich. They have some comeback sauce on them. And I was like, oh, I want one of those. And they hand me this little chicken sandwich in a bag and said, that'll be $2, please. What? <laughs> so I, I'd gotten two of them and this little girl standing there going, here's your nibblers. And I was like, well, now I have to pay $4. And like a nibbler's meal, guys, with a drink and and fries and three of those things is like five ninety nine. Inflation. Come on, it's a high school concession. And then I go back to get a go back to get a drink later, and you know what happened? They ran out of drinks. Yeah, you're helping pay for what you went to. And so you know what? I'm listen. Before anybody's like, man, Marty hates kids. No, (laughs) Marty, you do hate kids. No, I don't. I love kids. (laughs) I work with kids for a living. But my gosh, you know, I want to say their 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 cokes and their drinks were a dollar. So I kind of get it. All right. There was a big opposing team. Like they had a lot of people on the other side. So uh, like I, I get it. You know the you know the opposing team is good when there are more visiting fans than home fans. Well, no, we didn't have that this time, but we that do. has happened. We've had that problem. Uh, our team played another team last season. I don't know that they're going to this year. They beat them seventy-seven to six. Awesome! And the opposing team had three fans show up. <laughs> it was not. Like at the end, they were probably the the game. It was probably three mothers of the quarterback. At the end of the game, when the uh, when the opposing team scored on us, our fans cheered because they were so excited that those boys were able to mount an offense enough to get the ball to the end zone. I, I think that is very appropriate. Yes, and they had to. This is how bad it was too. They could not uh, kick for extra points. They had to run it in for two because they didn't have a kicker. On their team. Uh, okay. It was one of those things. Like, yeah. so our, like when you our, hear our, 77 to six, like understand it was. Yeah. They should have mercy <laughs> ruled that thing. Yeah. Mercy. Uh, <laughs> All right. Anyway. Anyway. Thanks for derailing thanks for the us, derailment Marty. on the yeah. ice cream. You should go check it <laughs> out. If you don't have, if you don't have blue bunny ice cream where you live, God bless you. I'm so sorry. Yep. Go to Walmart. I think they have them. So, all right. Well, as I was mentioned in Patreon, uh, speaking of them and thanking them for what we're about to talk about, which is Nintendo Dad's big announcement today, which was yes. what, Jesse? What did we announce today? 
we announced uh, Nintendo Dad Con. Is that what it's being called yeah, now? Sure. Like, <laughs> Dad Con. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We, we, we announced we, that the, we yes. are going to New York the first weekend in November. We'll, we're going to do, we're going to have a meet and greet at the Nintendo New York store Friday morning. And someone asked if is noon a hard stop or is it going to be a floaty all day thing? No, that's a hard stop. We need to catch a train because we need to be in. We've already Rome. paid for the train. Let's just go ahead and say that we've already paid for the train. Yes. Yeah, we <laughs> we paid for everything already. So then Rome <laughs> is like it's a five hour train ride away or so. But in Rome, New York is where we will be doing our our twenty four hour live stream with the Phoenix Overdrive group where there you know we're gonna, there's going to be many many streamers and influencers there doing their own shows so I'm sure we're going to be doing a big mix and match of personnel on and on different cameras we're going to have people on our stream that normally that we normally don't work with well I'm sure we'll be floating around in other people's streams depending on what game's going on if anyone else is playing a pit cross I'll probably be hanging around <laughs> I love yes. it. All uh, for extra life. Yeah. And, so and not it, just for extra life too, Marty. What else are we there for? We are recording episode 400 of the Nintendo Dads podcast live and it, and when we say live, understand we don't know what the internet situation is in the Airbnb that we're going to be in when we record episode 400, but I can tell you this all four dads will be live in the same room in the same space as yes. we record episode 400 and there will be surprises there will be laughs yep there may even be a fist fight or two <laughs> i don't know i like as long i don't know as what to expect no, this as long as there's nothing that'll get us banned from mixer that's true that's true there will be no nipples no yes unless justin takes a shirt off and yeah, we can't that's control it to a long time ago. Can't control uh, Justin. We've already that's talked right. About that. But I will tell you this. Can I go ahead and give you give you guys a preview of something that's going to be at episode 400? There is going to be a tasting of Bucky's Beaver Nuggets. Awesome. At episode 400. You're going to get them all. You're yes. going to get the original beaver nuggets. You're going to get bold and spicy beaver nuggets. You're going to get white cheddar beaver nuggets, salted caramel beaver nuggets. All of them. Cinnamon sugar beaver nuggets. You're getting all the beaver nuggets. It's going to be fantastic. <laughs> it's going to be. It, look, we listen. I Listen, we, we don't know what's going to happen. Look, when you put us in a room full of bags of beaver nuggets, sky's it, the limit. Now, you, all I podcast this. says, "Oh my gosh, beaver nuggets are incredible." Mecca says, "says What the heck is a beaver nugget?" A beaver He's nugget what the heck is, on everything. Let, okay, we're talking let me about. show you. Look, look, <laughs> I'm going to show you because I have some. These nice. are beaver nuggets. They Perfect. are uh, brown Perfect. sugar cornmeal corn syrup. These, this like a uh, a puff well, that's corn. coated in like caramel. Uh, and goodness, and you see this guy right here. I mean, how could he steer you wrong? I mean, look at him. Look at him. And so they make all kinds of different flavors of these. These are coming. Not this bag, because I'm going to eat this bag. 
All right, but I'm going we'll to get Texas. A nice new fresh bag. I, I've already told my wife we're going to Texas at the end of this month uh, just to get away, see her sister for a little bit, and we are going to stop at Bucky's. And there's going to be a massive beaver nuggets beaver nugget purchase that goes on. And I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. Here's here's what's going to happen. I'm going to do this out of the goodness of my heart because our patrons uh, and friends of the show and family of podcasts are the best. Here's what I'm going to do. If you guys have been watching the show the last couple of weeks, you've seen the giant Bucky's cup I've been drinking out of, right? The red one with the beaver on it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Somebody, one lucky patron of the show is going to win their very own Bucky's cup. Dang. Signed by the Nintendo dads. Sweet. That's awesome. Can I win it? No. <laughs> Darn it. <laughs> no, you can't. But if you'll bring a cup with you, I will sign it. Okay. I'll I'm going to I'm going to bring I'm going to have listen. you guys sign my hat. I'm going to have you guys sign my hat. I, I'm going to do that. I'll, I'll sign it. I'll even do you one better, Tim. I'll sign it with whatever name you want me to sign it with. Okay. All right. <laughs> like if you if you want me to sign if you want me to sign it as Dumbledore, I'll do it. I want Marty Estes to sign my hat. Okay. Well then I'll do that. <laughs> I'll do that. Just for you. All right. But somebody's gonna win a bu- somebody's gonna win a Bucky's Cup. And you guys don't even have to compete. You're just gonna get to enjoy Beaver Nuggets. Sweet. There you go. So, so while you were talking about Beaver Nuggets, I'm trying to go to webs our website because I want to update there our new merchandise that coincides with the announcement. Oh, is that today. out now? I'm it's I, the link is available on a red on our red bubble, uh, but I want to put it on our website as well. Can you share at your screen and show that merchandise for the viewers at home, for the ones who are tuning in? Uh, if Jesse will allow that. Sure. Because Jesse's the controller of uh, I, I, I world think, here. I think I, I think I granted access this time. OK, uh, let me see. Friend, I was asking if Robo Jesse will sign it. Uh, yes, he will. <laughs> he can do that. Uh, All right, share your screen. He has the technology. Let's do this because then you'll so, see everybody. So I'm going to describe this while you're sharing that. Uh, so Tim's, Tim's going to share his screen here. And right now you can see we have a brand new logo that is now available in sticker form, mask form, hat form, uh, shirt form. And basically what this does is it's, it's commemorating the 400th episode of Nintendo Dads stickers. Uh, can you make that a little bit bigger? Like, could you could you click on one? Which one do you want to see bigger? Oh, it says it says four dads live and in person, four hundred episodes, uh, for extra life. Yeah, uh, it's got our four portraits on there. It's got the golden uh, Zach with the mic jumping behind the Nintendo Dads <laughs> logo. Uh, folks, if you want one of these, I would advise you get them while they are hot because you they never take know, them down. <laughs> you will never know what happens with our merch. Right. Um, there's wall prints. There's glossy stickers. There's scoop tees. Is there, can I ask this? Is there a duvet cover? Uh, I, I did not. Is there bedding? I did not put oh, the bedding whoa, hold on. Hold on. What is that up there? There's a cotton tote bag. There's a clock. Yeah, we There's got posters. posters. We got Bags, posters. pins. Dude, I it's might just hit there. the clock. Coffee <laughs> mugs. 
Ooh, I'm going to order yeah. a clock for myself. See that? The clock's Coasters. pretty cool. I, I, Acrylic block. That looked pretty cool. Yeah. So, guys, if Water you bottles, want these, if you cup. want any, anything with this, this limited, Tim, is this a limited time logo? Uh, it's limited based. We could have it going for a while. Uh, limited by the time either we get taken down. Hopefully not, because obviously the word Nintendo is there, but it's not in the title. So we're hoping it'll be able to stay up longer than other things have. Yep. Uh, but the 300 shirt, I don't think is available anymore. No, we, it is one not. I'm wearing right now. So unfortunately, not it is available not available. Anymore. I have the magnet on my uh, on my fridge. Yeah, and it is not available. But guys, this so, is going to be a huge milestone for us. I'll you say can, hopefully until at least the end of the year, or at least yeah. So sometimes the within next the next milestone. sometime within the next fifteen minutes, these designs will be available over at NintendoDads.org, and you can go and check that out. So uh, just to recap here, Nintendo Dads take New York. We are uh, going to do a meet and greet at the <laughs> uh, Nintendo Store on Friday. I believe that's November the fourth at 10 from 10 to 12 Eastern time. Uh, and we have to be out at 12 because of a train that we have to catch to Rome. Then you'll be able to see us from 10 a.m. Eastern until 10 a.m. Eastern, November 5th through the 6th on our channel. Uh, one of the things I want you guys to remember is this, is going into Extra Life season, uh, everybody that all four of us are going to be playing for our own uh, Children's Miracle Network Hospitals of Choice. And anybody everyone, who's on our team is everyone playing on, our on their team. own hospitals too. Yeah. So the thing is, is that do we want you to support Phoenix Overdrive? Absolutely. Uh, but we also want to remember, get you guys to remember that uh, you'll also be supporting us uh, during that time where we want you to continue to support us. And it since it's all of us in one place for one 24-hour period, uh, we will not be as... Um, like in the last few years, I've been on screen for 24 hours for mine. Uh, Tim has done some time for his. Jesse's done some time. Uh, Justin's done some time, but it's always been a part. This will be one 24-hour block to push all the Nintendo dads and their team over uh, the, the, the goal, right? So, Tim, are we uh, – speaking of our team, are we at uh, – did we get enough people – we you know, did we meet the asking? goal of seven. Yes, we did yes. meet that goal. So everybody, we should be getting as a team $100 plus each individual who's joined before the 25th should be getting $10. So that doesn't awesome. mean we still don't want you. We still want as many people who want to join and you don't have to be there in New York with us. You can be in your own comf comfort of your own home to stream or your, your extra life or office <laughs> Yes, to, to, jo to, do, uh, to join our team and to raise funds for your um, for your uh, hospital, children's hospital in your area or the one you want to join in on, you can pick one. If you don't have one, you can pick one of ours or somebody else's. So you can mm -hmm. pick whichever one you want. Uh, you can raise it for your own uh, children's hospital that you want to do, but it's overall team amount that will that uh, we'll be able to brag about. And the goal is 5,000 this year, of course. Yeah. And uh, also guys, uh, my son, has uh, broken away from me uh, and is doing his own extra life, but he's actually going to be doing that uh, the weekend after we play so that I can be here to help him, uh, you know, get his stream set up and make sure that everything goes right. Nice. So uh, 
That is going to be the 11th and 12th. He's also playing for um, Le Bonner, which is the same hospital I play for. Uh, and again, he contributes to the goal. So if you've signed up, if you're part of the seven or you've signed up or, or you sign up, it will raise our goal um, by however much you decide. And so we want you guys to join right now. Uh, nine participants have helped raise $233 toward our $5,000 goal. So we're starting strong, right? Yes. I'm excited. I'm excited about this. Uh, and so guys, Y'all go and check it out. Um, Tim, How did? what's the best way for them to find our Extra Life stuff? The best way is to go to nintendodads.org and go to our site. And right there, there's a banner. Well, right below our exciting announcement, of course. But right below the <laughs> exciting announcement, we'll have a link to, uh, to our team page. And then when you get to the team page, you can hit join or donate. So you have a chance to do either one of those things also if you don't want to go to our site fine be that way <laughs> go to extra life there go to their website and look for nintendo dads all one Is word extra hyphen life.org yes yes thank you uh you can go there and look for nintendo dads and all one word and you'll find our team page that way as well and who, who did our website it's a sweet who did it that it was, i don't know it just it, it just magically appeared. So cool. So so cool. <laughs> uh, it, I mean, it 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 looks really good. Uh, I'm serious. Uh, you know, there are other designs up if you go to all our stuff on our Redbubble store. So you can go and check some of those out, yep. including uh, Dad's After Dark. Has has uh, some of their stuff up there. Yep, uh, one of their shirts some, was there because we, we were working on that. Some old old school. Old stuff. Old school uh, like, Nintendo like dads stuff. All of our old, the or, original eight years ago avatars are still out there, yep. I think. And then yes. the Ndad Shroom and and Business Justin. <laughs> this business hat. So you go check that out. All right. I'll mess with Nintendo the site more later, but uh, so we can get rolling with this episode some more. Yep. But hey, I just, did put just a to link. let you guys know too, Tim. I'll just put this sure. in there before you go. The The new merch is live as of right now. Yes. So it it's already there. You should be able to go to nintendodads.org slash merch and get directly to our Redbubble page too as well. So uh, where that, uh, that new logo is there. So, but there's also under the store heading, you can go there and go to the link there. I don't have an image there yet, but it says episode 400 special and you should be able to link that, go to the page. If everything's working all right, but for sure you can get to it to nintendodads.org slash merch. Yep. So, all right. With that, we got lots more to talk about. Mm-hmm. Marty, I know you got important things to do in the morning, like get your new iPhone <laughs> and Justin will eventually arrive. And I'm sure if, if timing is right, maybe he'll be able to come out and tell us his highlights, but there was a lot going on this week. We like Marty said, he was excited about was we, and I mentioned at the beginning of the show that we had basically video game Christmas this week. Uh, we had a lot of stuff going on. PlayStation it's state of play three part two, <laughs> right? ID Xbox fall showcase happened. Uh, Ubisoft's event happened. And we'll be talking a little bit about that as well. They're Ubisoft forward. Uh, but right now let's take a little bit of a focus on Nintendo direct uh, that happened on September 13th. 
Um, and let's dive right into that. Jesse, we had a lot going on here and usually you don't have very much that <laughs> sticks out for you in a lot of these things. What were your, some of your highlights during this event for this? Direct? I actually had more than two things I liked in this one. Of course, being a 40 minute episode that doubles the chances, right? <laughs> uh, so the things that I'm looking forward to is uh, theater rhythm, final bar line. I, I remember playing the hell out of the first one. I don't, I think I bought the second one on 3DS, but didn't play much just because I was already burned out. But okay. it's been a while, so I'm, I'm up to you giving that one a try again. Nice. Uh, scrolling through to see what else is out there. Um, I, I'm thinking about the Atelier Rise of 3. I, I haven't played the first two, but I've been thinking about trying an Atelier game for a Aren't while. The, the first two are out on Switch, correct? Yeah. Oh, I think there's like 30 Atelier games on the Switch. <laughs> It's practically an annualized series at this point. Uh, see, uh, Pikmin Four. Uh, yeah, that, right. that that was like almost up there in uh, height with for me. Almost as not quite as much, but up there with the sequel to The Breath of the Wild, which now has a title and a date. Nice title being. The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Some people think it may be Tears of the Kingdom. We they never <laughs> actually said it out loud, so we don't hundred percent know. They really should have. I will find I'm sure there'll be a direct in February talking about this because the I game thought it was out. Tears of the Metroid fans. I thought that's what it was. <laughs> but that was that, that was game explained. I think it was I think the actual title was Tears of the Leakers. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> yes. And that will come out on May 12th. So a little bit later. Three than days before were... my birthday. Happy nice. birthday. That's a great gift. It sure it, is. It will be that, an awesome gift to get. That game will probably be my second voucher use from the Japanese shop. I love that you still have vouchers. I just, I think that's the greatest thing. Well, you can still get them in the other regions, just not here in North America. Yeah, they, yeah people hate us here. Yeah, I, I got a surprisingly <laughs> good deal on those vouchers. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I, think I, I missed can, the vouchers. I, 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 I wish they'd do it again. I, 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 can th I can thank the poor value of the yen. I think I got the two vouchers for like 90 bucks. Okay. Wow. All right. Well, that's your highlights. We'll get to the lowlights momentarily. Marty, what was your highlights? Oh, uh, well, obviously, the, the new look at uh, Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, that game is going to be incredible. Uh, already speculation is flying about what this could be, you know, uh, they obviously are very much emphasizing this link is going to dive off islands in the sky, right? Mm -hmm. And he's going to drop down to whatever's below. Sounds a lot like Skyward Sword. Uh, and I think we even got a question uh, either in our Discord or on our Patreon posts. Where were the loft wings? Well, they're probably dead. That was Chris HL who asked about that. <laughs> They're probably dead. Um, they didn't show them because they all died. They didn't um, show them yet because you didn't buy the amiibo yet that will unlock them. Right. There's gonna be a there's gonna be a brand Ouch. new set of champion loft wings. Yes. Uh, that <laughs> that only appear you, if you've got the yeah. amiibo. Yeah. Uh, my but, other and, and if you use it, you'll get a set of horse armor. <laughs> 
I thought it would be yep. at least bird armor. Come on. Yeah, it's bird armor. It's bird. Come on. Come on, Jesse. Uh, the other highlight uh, is uh, Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe. This was an, originally a Wii game. I think it was a late life Wii game. Uh, yeah. For and so I'm I'm pretty sure there may be a lot of people who haven't played this. Um, after uh, Kirby uh, and the Forbidden Land, uh, this uh, like I can't wait for this. But you guys realize that this means that since the Switch has released, that we've gotten four Kirby games or five, uh, not counting download only games like uh, Kirby Fighters and things like that. Uh, so. I just I like the art style of this. I always enjoyed the original game, so I think it's it's great. It does look like they're emphasizing couch co-op play, which uh, with with kids is always really good. I do think this is going to be positioned as a game to play with your kids. Marty, right? let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. You yeah. mentioned about all these Kirby games that are coming that are on the Switch, and then yeah. you got this one coming. And if you remember, uh. The Nintendo guru uh, mentioned anytime we started getting lots of Kirby games, that meant the end of life for a system. Yeah. Do you think the Switch is going to, is that its end of its life? I do. I, like, I, I don't know that it's completely right at end of life, but I think we're pulling into the station. Like we could see it ahead. Right. Well, because the, I mean, the first after Kirby NES came a year after Super Nintendo was already out. Yeah. So. Yeah, uh, but but my point that I was going to make is this, is that we now are getting uh, the games that have been promised to us, right? And there's only one more real big nebulous game that's been promised to us floating out there, and it's Metroid Prime 4, right? I don't know. I, like, I'm really beginning to believe. I don't know that Metroid Prime 4 is going to be a Switch game. Uh, I think, or like, as, as we say Switch, I mean this generation Switch, uh, I think it, it could be probably, a, it could be the dual system one. Like, it could be a dual system game like Breath, like, of, the like Breath of the Wild. Uh, I do. I it will be interesting to hear the stories one day of how much that delay cost. Yeah. Them. Like yes. how many years did that restart really cost them? Uh, I know it was probably exacerbated by COVID, but yeah. how like. What did that mean? Like, how bad was it? I don't know that we'll ever know, but I sure would love to know that story. I Ten think years when after it releases, we'll find out. So yeah, yeah. so those, those are my first two yes. highlights. I yes. think so my other the, highlight: the original oh, ahead, Kirby Jesse. Return to Dreamland was released October twenty fourth, twenty eleven. So almost eleven years ago. Uh, almost eleven years ago, and the Switch, uh, the Wii U, would have been a year away. Yeah, almost like almost to the date. It was it would have been like forty nine weeks. So yeah. Um, my last highlight uh, or or high point was probably uh, seeing a, a, or a lot of the indie games that we saw. If you can call Tunic an indie game, I am so happy that is coming to Switch. <laughs> right. Justin um, is probably doing his business dance. He's right, and I'm glad he's not here to to hear that. But he is. No. Now wait a um, minute. Now, wait a minute. Now, did you guys see what I posted in our chat about that? Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, he, the prediction was made on a Nintendo Dad's podcast. So really, that means what? We were all talking about we, it coming out for the Switch. Sure, eventually, right. but we were. He said it was, it was the one that was out. most vocal. He said it was out November, December, and I said it was going to come out in July. 
and then and then Marty you said it was going to be announced in July. uh, And so I thought it was going to be like a like a E three type announcement, right? You know, or or so we were like we were on we bookended it, so it was actually came out between the two guesses. (laughs) Yeah, so so between tunic and um, there's another one that stuck out to me. It was. Oh gosh, oddballers! That looks really fun. Oh um, yeah, that's I, a think, I think I think that okay. looks looks really good. But those are my three highlights um, of nice. for, the, for this direct. And speaking of Justin, Justin, we're talking about our highlights of what were our highlights. Each of our three highlights. highlights, three, three highlights. highlights, gentlemen. Bang! I got them for you. Number one, tunic coming at the end of September, hot and heavy. I'm into it. I want some more of it. Justin's prediction right here, absolutely new, is coming. Number two, take two coming to the Nintendo Switch. Why? Because I called it in coming in 2022. And by the way, Marty Estes laughed at me and said it won't happen. Check the prediction report. I'm right. <gasps> And number three, (laughs) Breath of the Wild, Tears of the Forbidden, what was it? Kingdom, Kingdom, Kingdom. Kingdom. I was like, no, that's not right. Uh, Are my top three, I've got some other honorable mentions, but those are my top threes. I thought it was an absolutely... I thought it was a good direct. I'm sure we've already given it a score. I, I suspect. No, we're, yeah. we're just talking about our highlights no. right now. All so right. you came in just in time. Highlights, um, and then you get to share your low lights later. Yeah, we will get to the low stuff in a minute. I uh, do have bas- honorable mentions if we need them, though. Okay. Um, basically, uh, I I don't think I have anything else. That, oh, uh, Rain Code was one that stuck out to me. The Master Detective Archives Rain Code. That game stuck out to me. That's a little bit different from what you guys were saying. Um, because I mean, I agree with you guys, tunic and you know, um, I, it takes two. I have to say this you guys do not know how excited Sammy was when he found out about it takes two. By the way, he says hi, everybody. Hi, Sammy. Uh, hi, Sammy. <laughs> he was so excited about it takes two coming to the switch that he came down. He, he was all excited and told me about it because he watched it up in his room while I was working. He came down and was talking about it when, after he came home from school that day. So we're most likely going to get here in our household, regardless of what some people are saying. You know, like if you play it, if you're, as we always say, if you want it for graphics, go play it on the other systems. Yeah. We are playing it because it's a fun game and we want to play it in our handhelds, you know, in the switches because yeah. uh, it's the way you can play it there. So we're looking forward to that. Hey, sorry. Speaking of take two, one of the things that struck me about it, I'm, I'm in the eShop. Do you um, mean it takes two? It takes two. It takes two. Um, what I say? Take two. Okay. It takes two. <laughs> um, and in the <laughs> eShop, there are two versions of it. That look exactly the same. And one of them is a bundle. And that bundle includes Nintendo Switch Online. From mm, what I'm reading... Yep. So there's two versions of it because one is for when you buy it and the other one's supposed to be for the other player who didn't buy it. Oh, and also too, if you both buy, if you both pick up the, I'm assuming free copy, you both can play the first chapter together for free. And then somebody has to buy it to play the rest, but you can, nobody has to buy it to play at least the first chapter. So at least that's a, it's a demo and it's a demo of you playing, two people playing it together. So, but somebody, if you're going to play it on two different switches, then you got to have, somebody has got to download the other one. So 
if they didn't buy Got the it. copy. Okay. I was a little bit I was a little bit confused when I saw that. I was like, that doesn't quite <laughs> so EA actually put out a, a diagram or a, a picture of what all that was and what you have to do in order to play it and how you play it together if you're going to use two switches. And when we talked about it, it takes two. We talked about that possibility if it does come to the switch that it would be cool if you could use two switches while playing it rather than can. split screen. So that is awesome. Tunic, of course, I'm excited about. Again, if you want better graphics, go where you need to go for that. But I I'm, don't know I'm, if that's a game. I, think tun- I was going to say Tunic, I think, is probably going to be just fine on the Switch. Yeah, I don't think that's a game that's going to be real uh, real heavy in regards to... It, it, it's, it's not... I don't, think, I, don't think it's, I don't think it pulls a lot graphically. It has a nice graphic style. It's much like Wind Waker, right? Wind Waker... Yes, is a has an art style that allows for it to not be a heavy uh, uh, draw on the system. And I think Tunic is very similar to that. Um, you know, we're not looking for like, you know, pixel perfect graphics. We're not looking for high emoting. The, the, the settings are pretty uh, diorama-esque, right? As is the character. The models are pretty simple, simplified. I don't like, that's why everyone's like, it'll, it'll go to the Switch. Now, if you want to talk about something that looks like it's going to have a hard time on the Switch, ladies and gentlemen, have we talked about Sifu yet? That is on my list, too, that I'm hoping to play. And I was told that I probably better be played Better be best be played on the PlayStation or Xbox. I don't know. I would agree with this PlayStation. And here's the deal. Like, is this one of those games that. It's very uh, is like you've got like and y'all know from from my time here like that i'm not a big like graphics like oh the frames and it's got to be 60 frames per second and all that stuff <laughs> but th- the whole nature of sifu is twitch-based combat right mm-hmm. uh the Quick it movements. looked like it was very it looked like it stuttered a yeah. lot in fact i'm going to say this i think that that was probably the the worst part of the direct that and Pikmin Bloom uh, were the worst parts of the direct because here's the deal. I don't know who asked for Sifu on the Switch, but it kind of made me embarrassed for Nintendo. So are these your low points, Marty? No. No, <laughs> I have those. I, I wasn't even going to talk about Sifu. Uh, Pikmin Bloom's oh, one. We'll come sorry, back to that. Sorry. Thank you, Justin. Sorry. I'm sorry, Tim. <laughs> it's okay. No, it's okay. I just thought, I mean, it'd be a good place to say it. Like, I was... I kind of like cringed when I saw it. I was like, Ooh. no, no, uh, Sifu is on my list. I did put it on, on my wish list. I had like a five games from this direct I put on my wish list and Sifu was one of them. Can I say about it too? You're probably, since you have a PlayStation five, maybe it's like, do you get, like, or if you have a PlayStation five, uh, it's probably going to be cheaper on PlayStation. 5 if too. it doesn't end up on plus. Yeah, for sure. I really hope that Sifu comes to stadium. 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 <laughs> Uh, you stadia Nazi. Uh. <laughs> well, speaking of our low highlights, the low or low lights, I guess. Anyways, Tim, did you share your highlights? I did briefly. Uh, Sorry, Marty, go ahead with those low lights. Oh, uh, okay. So, um, guys, Hawk and Pikmin Bloom is not how you present Miyamoto. <laughs> it's not. No. Yeah, he just tanked the pace with that. I saw so many people in the games industry talking about how odd that was, how it was 
like a like the literal air going out of the balloon yeah. uh, in the middle of the direct. See, I, I saw reactions to both Arlo and Roger, who are the two most positive people I'd know. They were going, what the hell is this? Yes. Uh, especially, <laughs> oh, especially, man. guys, when a Mario movie is in development and we have yet to see even a character still. He at least from that confirmed. Movie. He at least said it's still aiming for a spring release. People were expecting it might be delayed again he due did. to um, uh, something on a Spain Spain website. Maybe I don't know. Different. Yeah, but yeah. There was one that like listed it for later on a holiday for holiday holiday twenty three. So, so my my thing is this: is that uh, I don't think that that got anyone else to play Pikmin Bloom <laughs> at all. No. I think all of the people who are playing Pikmin Bloom are playing it. And have stopped I need to interrupt ago. for a second because this is too good of a comment. Did I miss it? Maybe you guys mentioned it too and I was trying to keep tabs of things. But some, Butternogs23 said, my son asked why the Canadian doesn't have a beard. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I did You're, add that no, to the on, notes no, at the hang bottom. On, hang okay. on. You are but, just the Canadian now. <laughs> I love it. You're just the Canadian. I couldn't pass What do you that think, up. Canadian? So <laughs> despite my despite my like, you can see a bit of a, a five o'clock shadow, right? Uh, a little bit of a, a dirty stash. I Maybe a noon 30. Noon 30. I can't grow a beard. And so can now we I, do this? So now can I've we been beard this? shamed. But I can grow a dirty mustache like nobody's business. Can, can we do this? Can we make a pact right here and right now that from now until the time that we go to New York, we're just going to let our facial hair grow? I hate you. I can't, no, no. I have some meetings that I have to be decently. <laughs> yeah, I don't even think I want to do that. I kind of like this look. I wanted to see old man Tim. I want. Well, oh, you've seen see- me. You've seen me that way. I know. Yeah. Long, I okay. So. I. I. Right. To be honest, I would like to grow a beard. I would. Uh, I, I've all, I've grown like about a th- about three weeks and I, and, and it, it starts to fill in a little bit and it's just too much. It's just what about like goatee? Too, Can you too do itchy? Goatee? Um, I've done, I've done the soul patch for a while when that was trendy, the flavor saver, uh, <laughs> I did the mustache for Movember. Uh, I have, I've had mutton chops down to there before, but I've never done like the full, okay. full deal. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. It must so be. I, it must I have, be the Western Canadian thing. That's all. It must be. <laughs> it must be. Western. It must be. Wow. Wow. Um, let me let me talk about two more uh, low yes. points. Go ahead. Uh, the other one uh, for me is Fire Emblem Engage. Who cares? I'm sorry. It looks like well, a mobile. I, game. I know a lot of people are looking forward to that. Yeah, but I'm sure they. I'm sure they are. Um, like Justin. Justin's I, looking forward to it. Right? Yeah, Justin's. <laughs> he's lining up day one. Day um, one for that. This pre- looks like they are trying to my back. There you go. Look, it looks like they're trying to force mechanics from Fire Emblem Heroes onto console games because so that will hopefully funnel people back to Fire Emblem Heroes. And we know that that's what they're doing because Fire Emblem Heroes is making money. Well, I, for thought, Nintendo. I thought that did that before already. The, the ability to call on another player before. Eh. Uh, call on another like awakening might have done that on a limited basis but this either like it here's the thing either it's a really really good fire emblem game or it's a hackneyed attempt at making mobile and console meet and the preview of it did not do enough to show what it actually was and the name of it 
is awful. I think Fire Emblem did a, did a video that kind of like joked on the direct in general. And I, when they when they talked about this game, they said everyone wants to play Chrome. No one wants to play Joy-Con Boy. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> like the, the the whole thing is like you know the last few Fire Emblem games have actually had like a subtitle like you know three heroes or whatever you know it like I don't know it just it just I don't know it, it struck me the wrong way and then my last one is this and I'm done that's actually um, the name of the game that should have been was three heroes because I don't think neither game was three heroes it was three houses and three hopes three houses three houses there we go that's what <laughs> three it was. heroes would have been awesome three houses three hopes three heroes whatever uh <laughs> the other one is this i want to know who thought at nintendo that it was a good idea to announce the mario kart pack 3 and only show two tracks dumb <laughs> dumb every other announcement they've shown them all yeah that was weird it was it was bizarre. It's like, hey, here's the Mario Trump Kart, you know, back three is coming, and you're gonna get this track, and you're gonna get this track, and then more, you know, we'll see you next time. All right. I'm glad okay. you were able to get those three things off your chest there, Marty. You Sorry. good now? You good now? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, better? Can can I <laughs> can I say this just because uh I I'm like Justin. I thought this was a passable Nintendo Direct. Um, I may have drinking drank whatever i may have drank some of the kool-aid some of the the hype kool-aid too much and hoped for some things that weren't there okay but overall looking back on it it's pretty solid it but what is odd to me is that it was not very first party heavy i would and I that would say is, if, if any one publisher was heavy it would be square enix yep and yeah, that, I, uh, that's I, that, I don't know. I don't have any commentary on that. I just want to say it's kind of interesting. Yeah, I would tend to agree with that as well. I think I think this direct um, Nintendo had an opportunity to really tell a story um, to plot forward what was what their next six months is, and I think they did a decent job of it. Um, but I do think that that to your point, Marty, what is what is absent, right, was the first party story, and I'm so I mean, if you're calling out specific first party content that is there. It would be Breath of the Wild, it would be Pikmin 4, and it would be the Mario Kart tracks. Kirby. And Kirby, Kirby. right? That feels a little bit light for well, the amount of teams. Scrolling back through, there's there's Splatoon, there, uh, I yeah, saw yeah, a Splatfest announcement, the golf announcement for... Yeah, uh, uh, Switch Sports. Switch yeah. Sports, Switch... Strikers update. And those yeah, strikers. I, so, so it was more, but the thing is, there's more updates for games that we already know about. It yeah. wasn't like, Hey, look at all this first party stuff coming your way. Yeah. Yeah. And, and again, I, I do think, you know, Nintendo, um, you know, we didn't get it. So here's the thing, right? We don't have a date for Pikmin four. We know advanced wars is out there. We just don't know when it's going to land. Um, I, you know, here's the other thing. I don't really know what their holiday game is. Right. That wasn't very clear to me what their actual now. Maybe they don't have a holiday game, which is kind of odd. And they're just saying Pikmin or Pokemon is the holiday game, which which Pokemon will do well on its own. But to not have some holiday game there a couple of years ago, we had Age of Calamity. Like, like it just feels a bit odd. And we may get something in a couple of weeks from now where, oh, by the way, boom, here you go. Here's a here's a weird game that we're dropping. But it did feel like first party. We didn't get that story the same way I was a little bit anticipating. Now, again, 
you know, yes, there was a bunch of hype of, hey, here's the Wind Waker, here's Twilight Princess, here's Metroid, here's Donkey Kong. We definitely let ourselves go a bit wild. And that's a bit of the fun of these kind of things is just like, let's shoot for the moon. You never know what's going to happen. I'm not disappointed by what there is. For me as a player in the next three, four, five months, there are a ton of games that I'm going to be playing. This Direct did a great job. Some of them are not first part. What, I'm, what I guess I'd be saying is that majority of them are not first party Nintendo games. And that's okay, right? There's no problem. There's not a lack of, of games out there for me to play, but I am interested in the story, right? Where does Pikmin 4 actually land? Like to me, that feels like it could be a March game. Right. And uh, like that feels like end of March, kind of where they put Kirby this year, sitting right in that pocket where they put Animal Crossing a couple of years ago. You know that you've put a flag now in Breath of the Wild, which is going to be the next fiscal um, or financial reporting year. Right. So there's a lot of, they're, they're, like there's a little bit of kind of they're plotting their, their, their path a little bit. So I, I would love to have known a little bit more about what they were doing, but it is what it is. Right. I, I wasn't overly disappointed by it. Well, were there any other low uh, points to this? Or you know, you- I, I would say this. I, I Gentlemen, FOMO? FOMO, fear of missing out, right? I don't know about you, but after I watch this direct, I, am, I have a fear of missing out on Japanese RPGs and farming because that's <laughs> all that I got. Every game was a JRPG with farming. I'm like, am I missing out? Is there something here? Like, is it? Is it the new battle royale hotness that I yeah, am I am completely missing on? Is is JRPG farming? Um, I really wish somebody had looked at this and said we need to balance this a little bit better. But that became really, really, really dominant. You think it's I, because of the the large amount of people who bought Animal Crossing that everybody's trying to figure out what well, what's the next thing for them to tap into? I think there's a couple of things when you look at the cycle, right? We would have seen Animal Crossing would have been would have been announced in 2019, delayed and released in 2020. Three year cycle, four year development cycle. That's kind of pretty in tune, but by that, but you didn't really know for sure. I think the probably interesting more part about, Stardew Valley than Animal yeah, Crossing. Stardew Valley. I think that had longer legs to build a yeah, game. Yeah, I think that the, the JRPG component of it, I think, is actually where the crutch of that more is than anything else. Um, we do have to remember the Tokyo Game Show is going this week, right? Yes. So putting this up front, very hard Japanese uh, JRPG content with a ta- Tokyo Game Show days, like literally 24 hours later, that all really makes sense, right? We saw we saw Xbox today lean very heavily into, into that market as well in regards to their promotion. So, so it felt very JRPG. It needs to have felt very JRPG, especially where they are in regards to Tokyo Game Show. So I'm not overly shocked about it, but... But seriously, I, I don't want to farm for everything. I'm done with farming. I don't want to be a farmer. I made a decision in my life not to be a farmer. Stop making me try to be a farmer. Um, I would agree with Marty. I think the dip, the dip when Miyamoto came on, God love the fella, but seriously, knock it off. All right. That was not necessary. I don't think it was needed at all. Um, but overall, overall, I, I think I think it was a, I think it was a pretty good, pretty good, uh, pretty good direct. I was I was happy enough with it. I don't think they lingered on anything too long. Um, I thought that they were, were, were tight. And I think ending with the breath of the wild trailer was a banger. And I think interestingly enough, before they even knew the fact that that state of play came in later that day, you know, everyone was basically talking about breath of the wild after, after state of play where, where um, God of war got a really great trailer, right? People are talking about breath of the wild. So I think that was, and now that may just be our sphere, our sphere because it's Nintendo related, but the headlines were kind of breath of the wild trailer. Here's a date. Da, 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 da. It ate up some of that social space, which I think was important. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought overall it was good, but I would have loved to see a little bit more. 
Awesome. Jesse, what about you? Your lows. Okay. So you're going to think this is funny, but I'm going to say as a, a, I had theater rhythm final bar line as a high. I'm also calling it a low due to how they're monetizing it. Okay. The, yeah. The base game of 350 songs or so is 50 bucks. That sounds reasonable, but then they have two layers of DLC. Uh, one, the first one includes season one seasons pass, not all of them, just one, and twenty seven bonus songs for a total of four forty two. That's t- the total of eighty dollars, or th- that's the digital deluxe edition, or the premium deluxe edition, which includes all of the above plus all of the seasons passes for five hundred and two songs in total for a hundred bucks. You got to really love those songs, those Square Enix songs. <laughs> yeah, I'm probably still going to do the 100, but damn. <laughs> 500 songs for a rhythm game is a lot. It is. Because a lot of those songs are, especially if they're doing the early Final Fantasy games, they're only a minute or two, so they they go quick. The the Later the song, the longer you can get. Like One Wing Angel, uh, Man with a Gun Arm. I forgot what it's, what that one's called. Barrett. Barrett song, but yeah, those are I long like the, songs. I like the title "Man with a Gun Arm." That's I love that song. <laughs> that sounds like a James Bond villain or James Bond movie. Movie title. Man yeah, um, with a golden gun arm thing. <laughs> and, and of course, Kafka's theme. I can't think of what that one's called. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, Justin. Song dan- has broken me. Dancing <laughs> mad, dancing mad, dancing mad. All right, we're, not I, go- we're not going through the set list, Jesse. I right? I actually yeah. saved that right. in Twitch as a moment of, for that song. By the way, oh, I love it, Great. Justin. Thank you. Thank so, you. <laughs> you're welcome. All right, I'll have so to adjust and, it later. I'm and sure. uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about as a low is, yeah, yeah, Pokemon Stadium and both both of them coming to N64 is a good thing, but you know, in little tiny print that I missed, it says Pokemon cannot be transferred in mm-hmm. either. So yeah, you're stuck with the rentals or the mini games. And the re- playing with only the rentals is not fun. The part of the game is to get them transferred in. That doesn't say that they can't patch it in later if they then add in Game Boy support and then the Gen 1 and the Gen 2 games and then let the two apps talk to their save data. That could definitely be possible. It was very odd, wasn't it? But it's going to be unlikely. There usually Nintendo has used the September Direct. And correct me if I'm wrong here, Justin. Uh, Nintendo has used the September Direct as a way to show why we need to keep our Nintendo Switch Online subscriptions. So, so this I would time that, it was just Nintendo 64 games. That's yeah, it. I, I would say this, Marty. Originally, um, that was kind of the cycle because that was when they came online the first time. 
Now, what they have done is they have changed that yearly cycle to being the beginning of November when they came in with Animal Crossing last year and did that expansion. Ah, so I wouldn't be shocked if near the end of October, we get a little bit more of a drip or a little bit more of a, hey, surprise, this is now coming. Hey, Game Boy games. To get you right before right before the um, the renew cycle comes up. So, I, I you know, if there's going to be an announcement, I think you're going to see, I mean, it could be very easily uh, a tweet right? A, a video montage. And that's like near the mid to end of October to, to basically say, Hey, here's a great reason for why you should stay. Um, yeah. It's so. only September. We still got some time for them to do their yeah. news feeds on Twitter and <laughs> various yeah, ways. For so. sure. Yeah. I, I, I don't necessarily think like, I don't think Nintendo's going to be quiet for the next two or three months. No, um, there is more up their sleeve that they will share. Um, but uh, yeah, overall yeah. it was all right. What else did you have, Jesse? It cut me off. It, cut me, uh, it was surprising to me that they announced three games releasing on the same day, February 24th. Mm. We got Octopath Traveler 2. We have Kirby. And where'd, the other, where'd my list go? And we have uh, Atelier Ryza 3. Mm. All, those are all coming out the same day. Mm. So I'm like, that's weird that you've announced three games i wonder what other games from other systems are coming out that that day too <laughs> yeah. i don't know <laughs> yeah. and then kind of one thing one more thing i wanted to throw out there not necessarily a low but you know they announced golden eye that'll have online play and then xbox announced they're gonna have golden eye if you have game pass you'll get it for free with game pass if you've purchased beer replay you'll get it as an add-on to that <laughs> and it's basically it's basically you know, an upscaled version of the the original game. I think it'll be like they have an N64 emulator that's that's upscaling it, but it's still basically running the original game. The Switch will have online play support. The Xbox will not. And people are going, why? I don't understand. There's an easy solution. The Switch emulator has the online support. The games don't need it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Xbox it would have, have had, had to, to build put extra that. work into the Xbox version. Exactly. Yeah. So like yeah. we've been able to multiplayer NES, SNES, and Genesis games since they've been launched. You hook it up. You connect before you launch your game. Yeah. This is the same and here, thing. And no, here's the not, thing. Not a big shocker here. I, I I mean, not to rain on people's parade about GoldenEye Online, but have you played an online game? on the switch uh on the nes or n64 online app yeah don't rain on my parade marty i'm looking forward to trying this out more disconnects (laughs) than splatoon 3 and i haven't had a problem with it when we were doing the ice hockey competitions i didn't have any disconnect problems i i would love to see (laughs) i would love to see the story the behind the scenes someone's got to write a kotaku article or whatever it is about how that deal got made because like you see the original announcement first came out from from the owners no oh from rare no from the owners of james bond 007 really i didn't see that that's where i saw it first at least was from them they announced i saw the announcement there first and then the um the others in, in regards to xbox's version so that's interesting yeah i'd love to i'd love to know the story behind that because there was there was there was a there was a back door 
you know, behind closed door agreement, buckets of, of dump trucks of money got moved or, yes. or somebody got a spot somewhere. And cause that was, that had to have been a, a, a lot of work there. We'll see that license, in the book another a, 10 years from now. Yeah. Sure. From a licensing agreement. Other thing <laughs> I'm going to give a shout out to four new cloud games coming to the Nintendo switch. What did I tell y'all? What did I tell you? Yep. I don't, I don't know yep. what you say, but I was going to break. I'm just saying that games. for once yes. I was right. I said, Justin's going to come in and talk about cloud games. <laughs> I thought it was interesting. I thought it was very interesting that, the, that these are the four games that they brought over. Um, again, showing that they have not, that they have not thrown away their strategy and that they're going to continue to try and use that. But again, these are games that you, if you had another console, you were most likely going to have played them somewhere else. Um, and you and, know who lost their mind when they saw that? Who's Sam. that? Really? Sam. He, I heard him through the floor upstairs in his room he was shouting, yes, yes, it's coming, yes, because it's coming to the Switch. Yeah. Because he loves that game. He's, and he played it on the Xbox. So yeah. anybody's happy that's going to be on the Switch. Can we, can we sit in this pocket for a moment and take a question about this? Because we have a sure. question from our community that came to me directly. Uh, and I thought, man, this is a great question I want to announce. So Nick, our good old friend Nick from Game Pass News, how does Nintendo make their faithful following okay with cloud games? So much on Discord and Twitter of boycotting Resident Evil Village because it's cloud. I mean, we over here in Xbox land celebrate all the cloud games that keep coming, even though we could be playing them on a console or PC. So why is it, let me ask you, why is Nintendo or why did Nintendo fans approach to cloud seem very different and opposite to what we would see from Xbox. The audience mainly likes physical games. Well, that the, the networking hardware in the consoles have generally been less than great. Yeah, you know, you know, the original docs didn't have Ethernet. You had to buy an adapter for it, and the Wi-Fi has always been flaky. And I, and I would say this too, the, the approach is different because all these other games run on Xbox and PlayStation without having to run, like have the internet running in the background constantly to run them. Well, They're on no, disc, not- like Control, it, you can play that off a disc. Resident Evil 8, uh, Village, you play it off a disc. Seven, you can play off a disc. Right, but, but what Nick's question is, is, is when you look at, when you look over at the Xbox camp, cloud gaming is a massive thing for them. Yeah. Well, they right. have the option where in, switch, they, it's, you either have it or you don't. Yeah. But like what I'm saying is cloud is like, hey, you can you can grab it anywhere. Right. You can pick it up on your phone and go anywhere. You can put a backbone controller and go anywhere. Yes, you can download it on your desktop. Yes, you can download it on your, um, you know, your machine. But their method is is kind of pick up and go anywhere, which is really, you know, and so it has to be streaming from the cloud. Right. I, like I can pick up and yeah. play Tunic on my phone right now. It's a cloud based game. But we ain't whining about yeah. that. Well, so why are why are Nintendo fans upset about cloud on Nintendo? Uh, yeah, I think it's I think it's the choice. You know, Xbox you can choose to play it physical or stream cloud on any device. On Switch, if if you want to play it, you don't have a choice. You have to cloud it. You have and no I, other options. I also think that that where the leader goes, the crowd goes as well. Nintendo has been uh, very reticent toward this. And I think part of the reason is, is because embracing cloud gaming, like the, hey, you can pick up and play it anywhere, right? Via the internet. 
that erodes the reason you need a switch. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, that's what it comes down to is that like if so is there, if, okay, so, so like here's so the thing. There, if is this is my switch, if this is my switch, right? If I could take a backbone controller and plug it in here and play Mario on my iPhone, then Nintendo no longer has a need this console generation to sell hardware. So, so my, I guess my question there then is it, is it a, is it a console tribalism regarding the fear of like, this is Nintendo. And if we, if we go further, we begin to lose quintessentially what a, a Nintendo product is or what the possibly. Is. And I, but I also think that one of the reasons is, is that uh, like to, you, you mentioned Xbox. So I'm going to hit on that specifically. Microsoft has done an incredible job of positioning Game Pass as a must-have service. Even I want Game Pass. I, like, and I don't even play my Xbox like very much at all. Okay, but I pay yearly for for Game Pass because it's an incredible deal. Like I go and download a bunch of games on my Xbox here at my office where I have good internet, and then I go home and all I have to do is like make it talk to the internet, and I can play. That's huge. So they've positioned that as like a must-have service, but Justin, they've had to do that because they positioned Game Pass as a must-have service when the Xbox One was floundering. And so it was, we've got to have cloud and we've got to integrate that as part of the Xbox experience. And when you hear them talk about that, you you can even admit this, uh, E3 presentations and all kinds of other stuff, that when Xbox talks about Xbox, they they mention cloud in the same veneration as they do. Hey, you can go to the store and you can buy this game, mm-hmm. right? Day and date, Halo Infinite is going to be available in store and day and date on 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 a Game Pass. That's a huge thing. Nintendo, on the other hand, is this game is going to be in stores, and just in the last few years have we really embraced you being able to buy it online mm-hmm. and get it day and date. Right. Uh, so I think that, yes, there's a little bit of console tribalism that carries over because Nintendo's always kind of been the holdout. You see that in couch co-op as well. Mm-hmm. And Nintendo's like the last stalwart bulwark of couch co-op. Like we're always going to have the ability to play smash Mario party, Mario Kart, all that on like Kirby, the new Kirby. You can sit down on the couch and play that with friends. Other consoles are going away from that and have for a while. Um, and that if Nintendo, and, go ahead. No, well, that I was just going to say that, and Nintendo just really doesn't understand online. <laughs> I okay. mean, just just as a matter of speaking, they don't understand. I think they online. understand it. They just don't know how to approach it with their audience. Because they're always protecting their audience, so they don't know how to pr- approach online when they're trying to protect their main audience. Okay. Yeah. If Nintendo were to go more into streaming, they would almost have to, in their next generation of Switch, put a five G chip in there, and they start dealing with data data caps and or data rates with carriers, and that's going to be a fun mess. Uh, so, sir, pick pick 
Pigusi, sorry if I mispronounced that in the chat, says the U.S. itself has one of the worst network infrastructures on the planet, whereas Japan has one of the best. Cloud gaming makes sense over there, not so much here and in other countries. So, so then using that as a theory, so are we saying that the U.S. market in regards to Nintendo and cloud is 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 against it where potentially if we are part uh, or someone who lives in, in, in Japan or China where the network is stronger, we may see a fan there who definitely embraces the idea behind it. Because I think the numbers well, not, are larger there in Japan that will like it better than here. Again, we're not just here. the fans, but the companies, because who are we talking about? Capcom. Yeah. yeah. And we're here in the U.S. where we're more spread out and have difficulties with connections like Marty with his choices saying that he, you know, whenever we talk cloud is just like, okay, well, I can't play that game. So where others of us who do have better connections can have that choice. Um, so we're more apt to do it. Like I'm, when I ha- get a stable connection, like where I'm at now, I'm happy to try it and, and go for it, especially if it's a game that I'm not going to get anywhere else or what, but the problem then goes back to, what the switch is for portability. And when I'm playing it and port- portably away from my house, am I able to connect to play that game that I bought for cloud when I'm out? That means, do I have a stable connection with my phone? Cause more than likely I'm using my phone as a mobile hub. Also to dovetail with your argument, what happens in a few years when Capcom goes, well, we don't need the server for uh, resident evil village anymore for cloud. Bye. I've paid $65 for this game yeah, and now yeah. I can no longer play it. I mean, I think, I think that's the argument for anything, right. For online gaming, like sure. Fortnite. I don't own Fortnite. I don't own that game. I own a key to get into that game service. Yeah. But I pay for a service. And by the way, at any time, Epic could be like, we done here, son. And we also right? feel that with the digital stores yeah. as well. Like to a certain extent. There's, there's so much that I, I, I think, I think in some ways, Marty, I think your commentary of like Nintendo being the last great bastion of like physical media and physical devices and kind of the, the brick and mortar, if you would, of like, this is the thing right now. Here's the thing. I, I asked this question. I, I, well, Nick asked this question. I play the, the, the cloud person, the role here, because if we all were like cloud sucks, this would be the conversation ever, right? Like, so I'm, I'm happy to, yeah, timestamp that Jesse. Um, I'm happy to, to go back and, and, and have, and have those conversations about it because I do think that despite our, our dislike for cloud and this kind of stuff and maybe how you feel about it and, and collectors and physical media and internet connection, blah, 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 blah. It's stuff like that, that actually pushes our industry forward, pushes the video game moving forward. Right. And I think what Xbox is doing is really interesting. I think Nintendo, and I know everyone's like, oh, it's cloud on Nintendo. There can absolutely be an audience. Again, if you think of, and I think they're, they're right here, the commentary, the Western audience is the most vocal. You know, if you think of, again, in, in you know, Japan or where their network is stronger, where I think some of those console, those games may not be having the same level of, of proliferation. You may not have a PlayStation 5 or other consoles in a house because of, of footprints of sizes, accessibility to games that are that they have readily available now to them via cloud is a great thing for uh, for for Capcom in this case, right? Now I will also say for those of you that are interested as kind of the cloud guy here, uh, I played Resident Evil Village. I played the demo for 15 minutes. You can watch it on our YouTube channel. I will tell you 
of all of the cloud demos that I have played, and I've pretty much played almost all of them as they have came out, it was the best. I had almost, I had no lag. I had no hiccup. I had no, and I was on a wireless connection uh, streaming. So they may have been doing a little bit more work. Again, I know people don't like it. Cloud is still going to be part of Nintendo's strategy. And I want it to be their strategy because it gives us that option. Just unfortunately, not everybody has that accessibility. I think it's going to be a long time before it's able to be a viable option. I know people don't want to hear that, but uh, the the point of for of Nintendo us, is going to be a long time, or, or at least here in America, <laughs> it's going to be a vi- it's it's going to be a while before it's a viable option. Because here's the thing, guys, like I I also love the idea of my games being on demand wherever I I go. The reality is, if if that is, and I've said this before, if that is the future of gaming, it cuts me out of my hobby until I'm able to be in a place with a stable connection, and that it, it, scares me. Yeah, it bothers it, me. That, you know, when people like, well, that's what everything should be. Well, that's a, that's kind of a scary place because, again, the DRM is a whole nother kit and caboodle story. But like, you know, your server can go down, your your think yeah. the switch can get flipped. And then, you know, and, and here, thank goodness that where I live is like they're saying for sure you're going to have Internet sometime within the next three to five years but still, yeah, and, I mean, and, and I and I I don't want to be a jerk when I say this, Marty, but you are probably a minority in regards to your connectivity issue. Now, I understand the U.S. doesn't have great connectivity, not in ever, not 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 in everywhere, but probably you are even as I think of our listeners, a minority in regards to like you just don't have internet, right? Like that is a that is a rural. Problem. But that's where I think that's where Nintendo's stance is, even though we don't know for sure. I think that's where they stand because the majority majority of their audience isn't about cloud gaming. Yeah. Just like the majority of their gamers aren't mature gamers for mature rated yeah. games. So although we get them every now and then, same with cloud games, we'll get them every now and then for, to, to give it to those people who are maybe just Nintendo only gamers like, like yourself, Justin, you other than your, um, you know, Stadia, Stadia, Stadia. <laughs> so other than that, your main console is Nintendo. So, yeah. and I think that's where even, like I said, even though we don't know that Nintendo may be trying to focus and hold on to that for the majority of their audience. Yeah. I yeah. think it's, I think it also allows Nintendo to still be competitive in recent releases without having yes. the hardware to, to support it. Yes. Right. But you are definitely like narrowing that lens, right? You're like, so you have to be a player who doesn't have, who hasn't played this on other consoles, right? And you have high internet connection and you have stabilized, yep. like the, the, the Venn diagram gets exponentially Which is why smaller. we don't see Nintendo's games yeah. available on oh, the for cloud sure. yet. Yeah, yeah, now, if they're both sure. available, like the others, like you can still buy it, but you can also, if you want to buy it in the cloud, then that's going to be interesting. Yeah. Something that happens there. Yeah. So. Sure. Sean Capri's in the chat. He makes a really great question, a great point here. The value proposition is interesting, though. Paying full price to access a game on a, uh, a game on a game by game basis rather than uh, cloud access to a selection of games via Game Pass, right? I think that's an interesting point as well. I can pay eighty dollars, right? And this, yeah, there's a great value proposition. I can pay eighty bucks and play Resident Evil on on cloud, right? Nintendo Cloud, which, by the way. They have done an absolute garbage job trying to market any of that, 
right? Mm-hmm. Like, do I call it Nintendo Cloud? Do I call it Nintendo Switch Cloud? Do I just call it Nintendo with cloud games? Like, what is this? They the need to actually just cloud. They just need, they kind of need to lean <laughs> well, in a little bit. Nintendo doesn't have the cloud. They, no. they it's not them. They're not marketing their cloud. Correct. They're, like Game the, Pass is a marketable name because yes. Xbox owns it. Yeah. Those games exist on their servers. And they I exist that, on their cloud. And I Nintendo think Nintendo has no cloud. Yeah, and I think I think I think what 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 um, Xbox does well is kind of like looks at it like Game Pass is the key to your library anywhere. Yes, right. Yeah. So that so so if you want to play it here, you can. If you want to play it there, you can. If you want to play it in the cloud, you can. So I th- I think your proposition yep. that Chuck calls out is a hundred percent on. Right. If Nintendo said as part of their online service for an extra fifty dollars, you get our cl- our suite of cloud games that we offer every single year. Okay, cool, right? That'd be great, but that's not what they offer. So we've spent a lot of time on uh, on it as well. I, I want to jump so, back. The, the song I was thinking of is The Man with the Machine Gun, and oh that's from gosh. Final Fantasy VIII. The Man with the Machine Gun, James Bond. <laughs> All right, before we move on, let me just uh, highlight my low. Oh, we're still on this. Oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. My low point my that I'll be real quick about or we'll see if this spawns any conversation is coming back to what I said last week. Um, The people who stated that certain things were going to be in this direct is my low point. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Tim. (laughs) The hype cycle, the The, insiders. No, no, Justin, not what you were predicting. Okay. You were predicting. I'm saying those who were saying that, Oh, this will be at Nintendo's Direct. This game, these games, the the Twilight Princess and the uh, Wind Waker is going to be a double heavy direct. It'll be a Zelda heavy direct. It's going to be you'll get your Metroid game. And I said last time, I said, stop taking the hype because I've been suckered into it last times we've been told this was going to happen. This is not going to happen. We're not going to get the double pack. We're not going to get all of these games all at one time. And everybody's who came back disappointed that they didn't get the direct they wanted. They didn't get the Zeldas they want heard about. They didn't get the Metroid. They're now blaming Nintendo again. And again, we have to redirect our blames of Nintendo and redirect it to those people who I think we've had one of them on our show. Yep. State. Are you calling out Jeff Grubb? Are you calling out <laughs> Jeff Grubb? Is that what you're doing? Yes. Cause he should not be out there unless, I mean, he was like, yes, this is going to be on there. And I, you know, maybe he does have an insider, but I think that's, I'm tired of all those people who keep saying I have an insider and they're saying this, that we're going to have this, your seat, your insider is garbage. You're giving us wrong information. <laughs> this is the maddest I've ever seen, Tim, and he's still nice. He's still nice. It's like you're, you, you know, like I'm like your insider's garbage. Well, this shucks, sucks. Guys. Tim's Could like, you please stop. Your insider's doing that, garbage, eh? okay? Yeah, he's like, your insider's garbage, okay? Is that okay? Is it okay for me to say, Tim? I, 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 I will agree with you. I think that uh, that people definitely got bit by the bug this time, right? Because it had been so it long. It was all like, oh, we didn't and have there was, I mean, there was direct, stuff I so was going in thinking I was going to see. Yeah. And, and we've we've all we should remember nothing. that all of, you know, predicting these things, there's a lot of things we predicted. 
And we all know that all of those things aren't going to come true. If they all come true, then, then there's more to what we're predicting than, you know, we're going to be basically, we're going to have to start charging people for our predictions because there's that, that would be a so on point. Can we <laughs> talk to, can we, can we talk to you about the biggest news that was not in the direct? And that is gentlemen, Advance Wars. gentlemen, 2022 game of the year. Power wash simulator yes. is coming to Nintendo switch. Yes. I it is coming to Nintendo switch. And I am telling you right now that this may well be on my list of top. Uh, no, I'm not telling I'm it may well, it is going to be somewhere on my list of top 10 games for 2022. You yes. have to play it. You have to play. Sounds it. like I will be able you to. Just have to trust me. <laughs> All right. Just trust me. All right. Before we leave the Nintendo thing, I believe we have a voicemail. We do. Yes. That we need to hear for. Hey guys, it's me, Christian. Um, okay, so this past Nintendo Direct, I feel like was very underwhelming. But the point that I want to get to is, and I want to know if you guys feel the same way, or maybe I'm just crazy, but. Does it feel like to you that Nintendo is punishing leakers? It seems like every time we anticipate a direct, leakers will come and present different ideas or programs that will be included in the Nintendo Direct. And then Nintendo Direct comes around and it's completely different from what we've been expecting. Now, maybe that's because of me. I fell into the rumor mill and was deep in those rabbit holes of Zelda and Zelda and Zelda and maybe a little bit of Metroid, but definitely was so excited about this Nintendo Direct. But it wasn't just this one either. It's like almost every Direct that I've seen, rumor mills will come around, leakers will uh, qualify and verify different things, and then it never happens. And so I'm like, you know what? Maybe Nintendo is just saying, out of spite, oh, you know what, these leakers, they're going to ruin our show? Guess what? We'll ruin their life. And then they completely change the show up. Exactly Maybe it's me, doing. but I don't know. It just feels like Nintendo or Nintendo will Nintendo, and I feel like this is something that the Nintendo ninjas would do, is basically disqualify any leakers for future programming. Uh, well, anyways. <laughs> uh, that's my rant for Nintendo Direct. Tell me what you guys think about it. Uh, maybe I'm crazy. Uh, one more thing, too. I also feel really weird about how the Direct went uh, and started promoting marrying, you know, video game characters. I think there was two or three games that were on there that basically was promoting, oh, and you can get closer to your, your video game mate and get married and enjoy a life. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's kind of weird. Maybe I'm old-fashioned, but I feel like that's probably a little too much for me. Um, but anyway, I love what you guys do. You guys are awesome. I hope you have a great day. Sean Capri says, if Wind Waker Twilight Princess is announced on Twitter next week, then yes, they're doing it out of spite. This will prove your theory. That's a good answer. Yeah, I mean, I, I predict a, like a fifty percent chance. No, I'll go even sixty percent chance. Those are getting uh, tweeted about if they exist. 
And we're all going to say, why wasn't that in the direct? Everybody's (laughs) going to say that. And Tim's going to say. I told you. No, I I thought you were just going to say it's because you wanted it too bad. (laughs) Right. It's because those leakers. (laughs) <laughs> I I I think one of the things about you know overall the 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 challenge is Nintendo hadn't communicated with us via a direct since February they missed E3 and we have been building that level of excitement anticipation hype to a level that was kind of unfathomable and then you in, you throw on the flames and the fires of like oh by the way here's some leakers so expectations now let's all face the fact that expectations going into any direct or any presentation are completely unrealistic right like that's just the nature of of our of people like let's hope let's dream and let's see what happens um and so i think that i think that the expectations were set really high um but i i don't think it was it was a horrible direct but i do think this is a great example of you need to speak a little bit more and to help mitigate these things you need like i don't like i don't even tell nintendo how to do their job but if i ran nintendo i think i'd be doing a direct every three months Right. Frequent frequent communication is not a bad idea. No. And I think that uh, I think we talked about this before, but we just kind of we live in an age now where it's just whether again, we're getting into a little bit. I I think this might get into a little bit of the conversation we had about entitlement, you know, last couple episodes and negativity. But on the positive side of that, like we live in a free, freer information era, right, where. Like it's kind of expected, like almost all companies communicates with their fans and, you know, like guys, not to, I know a lot of people compare Apple and Nintendo, but you know, you can kind of expect Apple's going to have about two to three events a year, right? Like clockwork. They're all kind of going to be at the same time. June, September, March. Yep. And we know that Nintendo is pretty much always going to have a, September direct. We always expected them also to communicate with us in June. They, and here's the thing. I don't think it can be called, maybe it can be called entitlement, but I don't think people can blame us for wanting that June communication pattern when they're the ones who established it in the first place. Yes. So I think the, I think the, the June direct was a huge miss for them. But I can kind of like see in this direct, I can kind of understand why. I don't know that they had anything to talk about until now. Well, they had a, uh oh, Justin's headphones aren't working. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah, we, we talked about this before too, is that I think also the pandemic has caught up to Nintendo. And that's why we're seeing a lot of, we're not seeing a lot of things from Nintendo. Yeah. So, uh, and they're using the third party to help that and their and their indie games and stuff like that. But we also all have to look at the history as well, that when Nintendo was on all cylinders producing lots of games, third parties were complaining to them that their games were sh- overshadowing their game releases. So they mm. were they Nintendo was always asked to kind of like, hey, pull it back so that we can shine, have time to shine, you know, our games, our third party games. But so who knows if Nintendo is do, using some sort of strategy for that? True, true. And also think about this. What if this drought that you just described, quote unquote, drought had happened in the Wii U era and there were no third parties to fall back on? 
That would have sucked. <laughs> so, yeah, that's called Nintendo 64 era. Hmm. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Well, we spent a lot of time in the Nintendo pocket, which we said we were trying, going to not try it to. But, and we didn't even have to talk about every single game, but there was a lot of great topics there. So I will go over some of the other showcases that w- we had this week real quick which was Disney and Marvel game showcase. Cause they had some Nintendo switch games there. They had Disney illusion Island, which is coming that out in 2023 good. Lego star Wars, the Skywalker saga galactic edition, which I'm not hundred percent sure what that is all about, but yeah, that's I, don't know what I can tell you what it is. Okay. It cool. is uh, the, the Skywalker saga itself included everything that it needed to include for the full game, except for DLC character packs uh, that you could get by getting the deluxe edition or pre-ordering the game, which is the only way you could get the original Obi-Wan. Okay. Uh, like the, and when we say original, like the yellow Lego skin Obi-Wan. Right. Yes. Uh, you could still do that by pre-ordering this version, but it does give you every single character DLC pack that's come out. Since the game has launched, including Mandalorian season one and two, uh, the Bad Batch. Um, I want to say uh, th- there was an Obi Wan pack for the sh- for the Obi Wan show. Oh yeah, uh, okay. there was there were and there was like a Stormtrooper pack, like different kinds of Stormtroopers. There were like four or five different packs. Okay, uh, so you can get all of those in this. So basically, it's just the game you already have if you have. Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga, just DLC characters. So if you have the game, don't double dip this just by no, the DLC. No, <laughs> but I, if you don't I, own the game yet, I, this is the one to get. I was this hoping good it had game. like an it had maybe episodes related to the TV shows or something, but it does not. Okay. Uh, they also were talking about Return to Monkey Island, which is coming to the Switch on September nineteenth, which I know Next a lot week. of us are excited about. And then they also announced Gargoyles Remastered which no consoles were mentioned, but I know a lot of people are fans of that one. So, and then also Ubisoft forward had Brahalla mentioned, uh, uh, Simon Belmont and Elicard are to be added as playable characters to Brahalla. And that's going to be October 19th, Mario plus rabbit sparks of hope, October 20th. And the game will have three DLC games. The third one will include Rayman as a playable character, which oh, I thought, I thought was it was the first one. So it's going to be the very last one. I thought it was the third one. I could have been wrong, but. Uh, Can I admit so, uh, something shameful? I ha- own the DLC Donkey Kong pack for the original and I've never played it. it it's it's a shame monster. on you. Shame on you. No. It's just like, guys, I just beat Splatoon 2 this week. You're a monster. And I'm, I'm working my way through the Octo Expansion <laughs> DLC right now. And it's amazing. That's- that's uh, and I can my do. son beat Splatoon 3 today and I walk in the door and he's like, who did I beat Splatoon 3 and I can't wait to, oh, I can't talk to you about it. Mm. <laughs> That's cool. Speaking of Splatoon 3, opening weekend sales were 3.45 million units sold in the first three days in Japan. And that's the highest domestic sales of the first three days of any Switch game. Mm-hmm. Business Justin, what do you guys say about that? Listen, we all know what I believe should have happened, right? My belief, free to play, yada, yada, yada. But what was my commentary before is this is going to sell buckets. And that is why they are going to do a Splatoon 3. 
Um, I, I'm not shocked by this number. I'm not, sh- you know, I, I, I think they did a great job. The sales numbers are fantastic. There's a, there's such a thirst for this game and the appetite for it. Um, I, yeah, not a shock, not a shock. I'll throw yeah. this in there too, that, uh, the Japanese charts are also reporting that Nintendo sold an additional 182,000 switches, almost 183,000 switches just because of Splatoon. Yeah. So y'all, like the OLED see, model was the highest one. I'm trying to see how much it costs to buy the game in Japan because the, in Japan games aren't always fixed prices like they are here. Like, right. uh, like Xenoblade is like, it was like 8,500 yen, which is about $70. Wow. This, this, this game has such a, you know, in a lot of ways, sort of like animal crossing has this like cult following around it or subculture around it. The day the game was released, Nintendo of New York says, by the way, did you know we have a Splatoon three line of products that you can purchase right now? And you're like, Oh, it's New York exclusive. No, no. Here's the website. You can go get them right now for everyone and it redirected you to a splatoon three page and it was sweatpants hoodies t-shirts um bucket caps and there was like model fashion photos of it and then nintendo of japan just put out like you can get this like splatoon backpack that has like an additional water bottle and container on it like splatoon three like so they are leaning in very heavily to the IP and wanting it to be more than just a game IP, but mm-hmm. rather, and again, I mean, that, that goes well with the actual product, right? It's very fashion forward. I mean, I, that hat back there with the white back of it, that is a Splatoon hat that I have. I'm excited to get a new Splatoon hat when I go to New York City. Heck yeah. Um, so oh, yeah, 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 I got, first. yeah <laughs> sir, uh, sir Pith says I got the shopping bag from my Nintendo. They are definitely leaning into it. They understand they have something there. Um, so I, I, I'm very interested to see. They've said we're going to have a, a lots of free updates. We're going to have. Um, listen, we're going to talk about Splatoon 3 later in what we're playing, obviously. So I'm going to hold back a little bit of that. But I think it makes sense from the business perspective, what they've been doing. Um, yeah, I'll stop. Justin, where, where's the link to that merch, by the way? I'll find it for you and I'll, I'll send it to you. How's that sound? Please. Because um, my son just texted me because he's watching the show right now. And it's like, what? I need this merch. He's all in on Splatoon. Uh, so, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, um, the Japanese I changed my tune. I'll Japanese say this. I changed my tune. 500 yen. Uh, completely. I, I was, you know, the guy at the beginning that was like, oh, man, Splatoon 3 is just more the same, blah, blah, blah. I really enjoyed it. it it's been It's been very good. Uh, minus the few connection errors and congratulations, Nintendo um, business. Justin, I wanted to ask you this while you're still in the pocket there. Yeah. Do we see this outsell animal crossing? No. Uh, lifetime sales, lifetime sales. I don't think so. I don't think okay. so. Um, because I think it, it is, I think it does, it's done very, very well. I think it's had a very high first week attachment rate and I think it will do well, but animal crossing, there was a special sauce, right? There was the pandemic, there was isolation coming out of that exact same time. It made gamers who were not gamers, gamers again. Um, and I don't think Splatoon has that like blue ocean, complete broad strategy. Cause it is still a online arena based shooter, 
right? There's some levels of complexity where I think Animal Crossing was just so approachable to a, to a normal audience. I don't think it will. I think it'll crack its top five, probably. I have to check where the Splatoon 2 is or what the, Spl- what the, what the fives. Merit Mario two plus, sold- hold on. Go ahead, Jesse. Splatoon 2 sold 13.3 million, which is ranked 12th. Mm, It'll crack okay. the top 10 because I'm thinking your top 10 right now is Animal Crossing, Mario Kart, uh, Smash, Breath of the Wild. Oh, come on. You, you, uh, need, you need to beat 14.6 million to get to the top 10. Yeah, I think it'll crack the top 10. I don't think it'll be, it, it, it won't, I don't think it'll crack the top five because you've got Breath of the Wild in there, you've got Smash, right? I, I think, uh, and it will, nothing will ever beat Mario Kart, right? So, and I just sent okay. you that link, um, Mario. Yeah, Animal Crossing is it, almost man, 40. Thank you. All right. Animal Crossing is almost 40. Wow. Well, as we all know and alluded to at the beginning of the show when Justin was missing, he was busy playing these three new Sega Genesis games that came out today uh, on NSO Plus Expansion Pack. That's why you were late, Justin. Didn't you know that? You the were new playing. Sega games? Yes, the Sega G- Genesis Who games. Who cares? Alicia, <laughs> Alicia Dragoon, Beyond Oasis, and Earthworm Jim were launched oh, wait, earlier. Earthworm Jim, this- shut your mouth. It's go time. <laughs> There's at least That's one exactly good game why in there, you were possibly late. two. Guys, I remember hearing Beyond Oasis when it, when it first came out was really good, and um, yes. it's a kind of Zelda esque game. So you may want to check that out. Don't just write it off. And of course, of course, Earth right, Earth, I'll Earth give that a look if I have got free time. I've is got... Earth, Earthworm Jim Two is in the SNES collection, isn't it? Yes. And before you go, Marty, before you go, I got a very important question from our community that I want you to be a part of. And that is from our friend, Super Nintendo. He said, I want to ask you all something that has absolutely nothing to do with the direct, a fundamental question of life that really matters. The universe is waiting. So please enlighten us. Is a hot dog a sandwich? You're welcome. It is between two pieces of bread. It is meat. It is a sandwich. It's it's as much a sandwich as uh, like a a hero sandwich is. It's one piece of bread cut sliced with food and shoved in the middle. And they call them sandwiches. Yeah, you literally said hero sandwich. So I think it's a title. If anybody knows about sandwiches, it's Jesse. (laughs) You all are on crack. It is a hot dog, and it's just a hot dog. It is maybe not it's a, a sandwich. T- Tim, have you ever thought maybe it's just a <laughs> it's a taco? It is not a taco. It is not in a soft tortilla or a shell. It is a hot dog, plain and simple. We got, then then we have the pizza, the pizza and calzone argument. <laughs> you don't call a hamburger in a bun a sandwich. Yeah, we do. You can call it a hamburger. On some menus, I've seen it called a sandwich. Well, they're on so. crack too. It's <laughs> it's hot dog. <laughs> it's just hot dog. It's, it's not a, a sandwich. Dang hot dog! <laughs> Hi. <laughs> hey All everybody! Right. Hey, if you were a hot dog, would you eat yourself? I know I would. I'd cover <laughs> myself in mustard and relish. I'd be delicious. Hey. All right, fantastic. Then. That's fantastic. That's that, a moment. Can you clip that one out as a moment? <laughs> I need to do that and yeah. make another moment. There yeah. we go. There's that moment. All right. With that, we will take this for an ad break and say, see you later, Marty. Have a good Bye, night. Bye, Marty. Marty.
Hey, folks, today's support of Nintendo Dads is brought to us by Manscaped. Ladies and gentlemen, I've talked to you about how much I love Manscaped, how much we use Manscaped here. But are you aware? Are you aware of the products that they have? They have the, the Lawnmower 4.0, great for taking away some body hair, and uh, it's got a little bit of a nick guard protection, also used in the shower as well. Now, hey, if you're in the shower and you're actually trying to like take off body hair, that's going to clog up your uh, drains really quite, quite fast. So here's a great part. If you head over to manscaped.com, they can actually have uh, in their premium performance package, when you purchase it, they've got a, a, a mat that essentially you put out in your ba- your bathroom before you jump in the shower and you trim it. So all that body hair, I don't know about you, I'm quite a hairy guy. All that body hair gets captured into one spot and you throw that in the bin as opposed to jumping in your shower and that gets clogged down there as well. Well, Manscaped has a fantastic, uh, fantastic catalog of products for you to jump into. Maybe you're like, I don't even know where to jump into. I'm going to tell you where you need to jump into. You need to go pick up the performance package 4.0. Tim, can you do me a favor? Can you go over to Manscaped right now and tell me uh, what is in the performance package on Manscaped? Tim's going to tell you because there's some pretty fantastic stuff. And of course, when you're over in Manscaped checking out this performance package, you need to use the code NINDADS, N-I-N-D-A-D-S, for 20% off and free shipping. Now, Tim, what is in the performance package from Manscaped that someone can get when they pick it up? Performance package 4.0 includes the lawnmower 4.0. Lawnmower 4.0. Boom. Weed that whacker. is a premium product. The weed whacker, that's for your nose and ears. Right? Crop preserver. Crop preserver. That is a nice little spray for down below the belt line. You know what I'm saying? Kind of makes things feel a little bit a little bit fresher. Woo, Crop fresh. reviver. Crop reviver. Also a little that's bit the of spray uh, toner. So that's the spray toner. I thank you. Yes. Crop reviver. Yep. Spray reviver. Yep. And that magic mat you were talking about. The magic mat. Excellent. Plus stuff. you Plus. get two free items. You get the shed, which is the travel bag, man. It is a crisp leather looking travel bag. I actually have two of them uh, and I absolutely love them. They, they don't look weird. They don't look crazy. It's just a nice travel bag for your toiletries that you can easily is, put your manscape nice. manscape uh, products in there. They fit great. What's the other, what's the other thing you choose there, Tim? Anti-chafing boxers. Anti-chafing boxers, which I have those boxers. I absolutely love. As a matter of fact, I was grabbing my boxers this morning, grabbed the other, grabbed a pair. Boom. These are the Costco Kirkland. Get out of here. Get out of here, Costco Kirkland. I'm putting these Manscaped boxers on so much more comfortable. The they were. They had holes in them. I'm like, get out of here. Manscaped, you got me covered. And of course, they do have me covered. So head over to manscaped.com. Use the code, promo code NINDADS at INDADS for 20% off and free shipping. Big thanks to Manscaped for their continued support in 2022. Now, of course, if we're talking about support, we're talking about our amazing sponsors. I would be I would be remiss if I did not mention the fantastic folks over at Gooder. Now, Gooder believes gaming and your glasses should be amazingly cool and awesome, just like these glasses that I have here. These are blue blocker glasses why because i'm in front of screens all day and uh, they are absolutely tremendous i love them they put them on first thing in the morning and by the way by the end of the day my eyes aren't hurting i don't have headaches and i absolutely absolutely love them not only do they make fantastic glasses for gaming and by the way if you are tuning in during extra life 2022 when we're over in rome new york you are going to see us wearing these blue blockers why because we got 24 hours of gaming and i got to make sure the peeps are ready and secure to be able to do this now not only do they make amazing blue blockers and by the way different kinds of blue blockers if you like rounded kind of glasses kind of like harry potter they got them there for you as well if you like these big frames like big heads like i have they got these uh tim has a different frame tim's what is yours tim yours is the 
Do you remember what your brand is? Sorry, name? I was on mute. It's, it's okay. uh, the um, the OGs. The OGs. The OGs. Mine are the BFGs. Uh, and what Jesse's sporting right now? I Jesse, what do you got there? No idea what these you are. Got, like, the flux like capa- you got the flux capacitors. So they've got these amazing gaming glasses. But ladies and gentlemen, they also have amazing glasses for all the other things that you do. You got where you're running. They've got some glasses that you can use for running golf. Got this. They are polarized, polarized. They help take the sun off. They are fantastic. And by the way, if you look at any of my photos for the summer, you're going to see that I am one step away from being a Gooder fashion model. Dreams can come true. I'm really hoping for that contract from Gooder. But ladies and gentlemen, you should pick up some sweet, sweet sunglasses. And by the way, it's never too late to be looking fashionable and awesome. And Gooder helps you in that category. Head over to Gooder.com. Use the code NINDADS, N-I-N-D-A-D-S for 15% off. Big thanks to Gooder for their continued support as well. Back to you, Tim. Excellent ad read, sir. Excellent job. Now let's go on to the events. You know, Justin, you should look into doing ad reads professionally. <laughs> Are you being a bit of a smart, smarty pants? Not at all, sir. I really wow. think you should. If, if, only, right. if only the companies would hire me that I keep auditioning for. <laughs> I know. Keep trying. Your dream will come true, true soon. All right. Events. We are have our dinner table tomorrow night. So if you're not a Patreon, not a Twitch subscriber, you're not in our Discord, you need to come join if you want to come talk to us at the dinner table where we talk about everything and anything all at once in our dinner table. All at once. <laughs> Everybody's you talking. Just put it, you just put it in a blender and you zip it up together and like, yep. oh, it's everything at once. So anyways, it is a fun podcast. Or not, Actually, it's not a podcast anymore. We actually don't record it anymore. It is something where just the community gets together, chit chats about everything, uh, all that happens throughout since the last time we got together. So come in and join. And the only way you can join again is if you're a Patreon or Twitch subscriber and you're in our Discord. Again, tomorrow we'll have our, it happens every third Friday of every month. And that's tomorrow, September 16th. And it'll be at 10 p.m. Eastern time. So come give us, come join us. And as Marty had mentioned earlier tonight for Extra Life, when we were talking about where we will be uh, for this year's Extra Life, don't forget that you can still join our crew and you'll get, Ten dollars from Extra Life to start your uh, earning your um, donations. So towards the hospital of your choice, and it'll also go towards our our overall group uh, amount that we have for five thousand dollars. So again, if you want to come join the Nintendo Dads, come join us going through NintendoDads.org, and you'll see our Extra Life link there at the top of the page, right below our announcement of us being live together for the first time in person in New York at Phoenix Overdrive's event for their Extra Life fundraising. So, um, but we all, again, each individual gets to uh, raise money for each of their own hospitals. So, and we'll talk more about this too later on because we have some more content in regards to that. So, and Justin wasn't part of the first time we talked about it. So I'm sure he- No, I apologize. (laughs) No, you're good. Uh, So again- Join us on the Extra Life team or just come join in when we go live on November 5th uh, for 24 hours, raising money for our various children's hospitals. So come join us then. Come hang out with us. We'll be playing games, I'm sure, online like we usually do. 
uh, we'll be figuring all that out in the coming weeks as well. So, and we'll try to, we, we are going to have just an absolute chaos of fun folks. We're just going to have fun. Not only are we going to be playing uh, games together online, you're going to see us there. We're going to have some drop-ins by some of your favorite content creators. Uh, we're going to be dropping into their streams. Uh, there's going to just, it's going to be absolute chaos, like 24 hours live. Well, actually I'm going to stop us there. It's actually 25 hours because ladies and gentlemen, that's the day the clocks go back by an hour. Is it really? a 25 hour yes. stream? Oh I, was my. Just, I, I was, I was chatting back. Uh, kind of, I use the word backstage, but uh, behind this, behind the scenes with Lee and they're like, Oh, wait a sec. Or I was like, Oh, it's 25 <laughs> hours. I'd say why you did that. So yes. that's pretty cool. Uh, but man, we're excited. We are so excited. Um, yeah, I hope you guys can join us for this adventure. I hope you're as excited for it as we are. I see some folks are in the chat as well. Um, we join us live in person. Yeah. Join us live online. Join us any way you can is the point. So yep. don't forget to do that. Now let's move on to Jesse's Poke Minutes, Justin's favorite part of the show. Oh. I hate you all. The Test Your Metal event begins tomorrow at 10 a.m. through September 21st at 8 p.m. local time. Toga Demaru, the roly-poly Pokemon, will make his Pokemon Go debut. During the event, catching Pokemon with nice, great, or excellent throws will increase the candy received and increase the chance to receive Candy XL. Ultra Beasts, Celestial, Cel Celestila, and Karatana have been in five-star raids since Tuesday and will continue through September 27th. Celestila is only available in the Southern Hemisphere, and Karatana is available in the Northern Hemisphere. Mega Agron will be in raids from, from September 16th through the 27th. Thank you, Robo Jesse. Now let's move on to what we've been playing. You know, you can, you like, you hear, you hear it on the show. It is so much more frightening in real life. <laughs> it's a, uh, it's Robo Jesse has taken over Jesse. So much. Jesse's just a meat puppet now. Just a meat puppet. <laughs> Never fleshy Jesse. That's what, what I, he that's called what I've me. been saying with Jesse for a while is he's just a meat puppet. <laughs> Justin, what have you been playing, sir? Uh, yeah, a couple of games I've been playing. Do you want to talk about Splatoon 3? Let's do it. All right. Let's talk about Splatoon 3. Uh, I've been playing that. I've put in, well, I've put in a fair bit of time between Splatfests, between um, um, Salmon Run, between the main campaign. I just actually found out where the like the card game is that you play. I, I literally had to like yes. look that up. I was like, I have these card decks. I'm like, I here's my complaint about Splatoon. There are some great things they have done from like the UI that like, oh, here it is in the map and you can quickly jump to it. But like, it's, I don't feel like it's greatly easily labeled sometimes to like, where is this thing? So like the, oh, in the, the city, in the yeah. city. Yes. I'm I like, agree. 100%. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, where, like, I'm like, am I an idiot? Did I miss where the card I thing can't is? No, read that language right alley. now. I can't read that language that's on the signs in the stores there. So yeah. it's like. I'm like, how do people know where to go? But I mean, it, you can jump in from the menu and just buy stuff, I guess, too. So, but yeah, and I'm, I'm like no, walking in the wrong stores and stuff. <laughs> yeah, like, and, and in this case, it was literally no. There's a back alley back here where it looks like there's a drug deal going down, and they're, yeah. and they're playing, they're playing cards. I was like, okay, yeah. I had to watch a YouTube video to figure out where that was. Like, shame on 
Maybe that's on me because I didn't read something. I don't know. And then I had to figure out, like, how do I get to my locker to be able to uh, to figure it? So there were some things there. Um, I still don't I, have stuff to decorate my locker. Really? I only oh, have okay. a few things, but I, that's I have not received enough stuff yet. I yeah. did some of my stuff in my locker. I was like, oh, it's pretty cool. And then I looked at other people's lockers. I was like, oh, I am not good at all. At yeah, this. no, this that's why I'm saying I like, didn't receive enough stuff to compete there. It, it reminds the, the lockers remind me of Animal Crossing. Right. Like, let's build a room. Right. Yeah. Animal Crossing. And you're like, that's OK. That's what you're doing here. I get that. Uh, the card game, I think, is a really cool aspect. Here's a funny part. Legitimately, folks, when when this game was announced, I was traveling. Well, not when the game was announced, but when the, like, the direct happened for it, I was traveling. I don't know if you remember that, Tim, yes. like on the East Coast. And we dialed in or like was listening to it live. And like Jody was messaging. Yes. And they were like, oh, and there's a card game. And I li- I actually thought it was it was an actual card game. Like I thought that we had to go to EB games and buy cards, sort of like magic, the <laughs> gathering for Splatoon. And I was like, I can't figure out where I buy these cards from. <laughs> like I was legitimately like, do I pre-order packets of cards? This will be cool. I like, I'll try a card game. Yeah. No, it's card game in the game. So my bad on that one game within the game. Yeah. So this is not to say the game has a problem more than I'm an idiot and that's okay. <laughs> right. Um, so I would say this, I find the online, you know, I know some people have struggled with the online. I haven't really had many struggles with the online. I've been able to get into matches really quickly, which is great. Um, I've had a couple where like somebody drops out and then everybody drops out. I wish the Nintendo would find a way to patch that where like this person dropped out and now somehow like the balance becomes a little bit different, right? So now it's just three on four. But by the way, you did lose somebody. You probably are going to lose a match but there is some kind of like you stuck through for the three minutes. So you get some kind of bonus as opposed to like hard stop, which I think is a bit, a bit irritating. Um, I do. I do. They have a battle pass, a battle pass season. You know me, my battle passes. I'm all about this. I love it. I struggle. I struggle with the UI or the user, the UI design, the user interface design to sometimes figure out where everything is. And I'm like, I can see that there is a battle pass. I can see that I am getting stuff towards my battle pass. I don't know what the next couple things are in my battle pass. I want to scroll through my battle pass and see what's number 75. I can't do that, but I can do that on the phone in the app. <laughs> and that's stupid. I don't want wow. to do that. Um, so maybe again, maybe I'm just missing something completely no, plausible. You are. Not, I, I have no idea what you're talking about, actually. I didn't know there were seasons. What what is this thing you're talking about? So this the <laughs> battle pass season is the catalog. So when you go into Splatoon 3, is this similar to like oh yeah, switch the, okay. sorts where you fill out the card. No, this is this is legitimately very much similar to like Fortnite. Like oh, they okay. have like here are certain t-shirts, here's certain gear, here's the stuff. And at certain levels, if you're at level seven, you get this t-shirt level eight, you get this hat level nine, you get this, those go all the way up to hundred and they're a season. I think they're like 90 day seasons. Um, And so that, and it's, and it lit is literally it's Fortnite in regards to that. Um, So that's kind of cool. I like that part of it. It is that kind of like that, that battle Royale component that I, that I like. I did see it. I just Um, didn't realize that that's what that was. Yeah. yeah, There was, there's a lot of like meters that are going up that I'm like, I, and then I'm like, I'm like, I'm, I'm level seven catalog. I'm number, I'm level eight on my um, squid and I have a B minus. Yes. I don't know what the hell is going on. I was yeah. like, there's a lot of gauges that are a going level four on that one. So yeah, 
there's a lot of like weird gauges that are going on. And then you're like, oh, and by the way, I'm a, I'm an avid pro in salmon run. Like there's all these different categories that you're like, okay, what's going on? But they definitely took some elements from stuff like Fortnite or the battle Royale genre where it's like, oh, and by the way, your banner can be updated. You can customize your banner. You have different emotes. So there's definitely pieces of the, battle Royale multiplayer online strategy genre that they have pulled into the game, but they haven't that, that I think are good. Now they haven't double monetized it, right? There is no season pass of you pay $12 do this. It's just, here's the season for, I think it's 90 days or whatever it is. New season restarts. I think that's a really cool method. Um, but again, I think their design, their UI sometimes gets a little bit cluttered and in their way. I am having fun playing the game in the sit in the solo campaign. I think that's cool. Um, but enjoying that experience, I am going to make the argument, and you're all going to be mad at me, I still don't know if it justifies a new game. I still am avid, and I've bought it. I'm enjoying it. I think it's a great game. In- absolutely loving it. I definitely feel like this could have been a welcome to Splatoon 2.5 patch. We are maybe it's $40 that you pay for and it's a new DLC and it's a new storyline and all this kind of rolls into an evolving game as a service. I think they could have done that. Wow, now, look at all the people who are dropping off our viewership here. Well, that's crazy. No. Yeah, I was say, right? <laughs> uh, Justin started talking about uh, cloud gaming for 40 minutes and now he's talking about free to play. Everyone's <laughs> out of here, right? Um, but I will say, I'm obviously wrong because we see the sales numbers. So the sales numbers did fantastic. Um, but I, mean, I, I don't think you're wrong. Me when we get to our quarter numbers, it'll be already like 10 million or something like that. Yeah, I don't think sure. you're wrong though, either. I think that it's, I think Splatoon would have done very well if it was a free to play format as well. Yeah. So it's just, I'm having a great yeah. time and, and it, it's got its hooks in me. Right. <laughs> Sorry, uh-huh. Sean, Sean said, stick to your glasses and ball trimmers, Mason. <laughs> You and I are going to have some words, Mr. Sean Capri. We're going to fight Canadian fight to the death. <laughs> ah! um, that was pretty funny. Yeah, all but right. it just sold 3.5. I know it sold 3.5. Catch up. All right. Capri, catch up. Um, he's yeah, got to so, bounce around. He's a famous guy. He's, he's got to you know, bounce too, around all, those, all the different places. He's got to go say hi to his people. Um, <laughs> we're going to hug. We are going to hug. Uh, so I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm having a great time. Tim, what do you think of it? I've I've probably played more of this platoon than I have uh, any of the other platoons. Uh, just because timing wise, I guess maybe I enjoyed the other ones. I played them briefly, but I did not get as high of a level as I am now. I think I'm level seven, and I think even in Splatoon two, I went only got to split uh, to level four. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think I got I'm to in- level six in the original game. Yeah, <laughs> I'm enjoying it. I'm having a lot of fun, and it's something that I. Uh, even though, and I like the app, I've been going back to it. And I'm learning more stuff about it too, actually, because I went back and I didn't realize I could look at all the battles I've won and lost. So, yeah, and there's also there's a, there's so, a replay function in there as well that you can. Yeah, there's can, there's so there's so many there's things a lot in there in going there. on. And then there's another th- aspect of it too that the uh, the Splatnet shop, yeah, where once you've earned enough, you know, money, you can go back and earn that uh, stuff that's you can only get on the mobile app. Yeah, the shop. Yeah, they did that before in Splatoon 2. You could actually pre-order stuff in the app. Okay. That w- and then it would like arrive it would arrive in game. So, yeah. So I, if you I, make sure you collect your money, don't go blown at all in the game. Yeah. Check and see if you can get some 
rare stuff there. I am really interested in seeing their lo- their long strategy with this. And they have said two years support. They have said major DLC. Yes. Um, I just think there's a couple little UI UX things that need to just be a little bit updated. I have some challenges with. Um, I'm not a hundred will be. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not a hundred percent sure. I understand stuff like why the whole, like the, the cleaning, like when you're online cleaning and you can copy and then there's people in your lobby. I don't fully understand that part. And also when someone says they're joinable, I was like, Oh, I wanted like great example today. I was online. Drew was joinable. I was like, awesome. I'm going to join drew. I thought I was joining drew's team, not a match with drew. So I was on the opposition. So Drew and I played about three matches together. There was two matches where we were against each other and one match around the same team. If I want to play with a friend, I kind of want to play with my friend. Like I want to be on the same team with them. And I don't know if maybe there is like a, if we can get you on there, great. If we can't and it cycles, you just happen to, you just happen to. um, That's a good point. I noticed that too. I think a couple of people tried to join me and I noticed them on the other side of the team, you know, so. It would be cool if I can join in very easily with somebody while they're playing with randos, you know, that'd be very cool. Maybe, maybe that'll come later on as they, Mm -hmm. you know, as they got this out the door. Now they'll have some updates as they go through, but I I'm enjoying it a lot. I'm having fun with it. And I in fact bought two more copies of it. So my kids would each have a copy and we could start playing, you know, some team ups or something. So, okay. That is definitely a commitment then. Yeah. So that's how much I've been liking it from my side. What else have you been playing, Justin? Anything else? You know, the other game I was playing, uh, I did a stream of it recently, uh, yesterday actually, was um, Flynn, Son of Crimson, because it marked uh, their one-year anniversary. And the fine folks over at Thunder Studios reached out and said, hey, would you like to do a stream? And I said, yes, I would. Uh, (laughs) And this is a game that I think a lot of people unfortunately passed on um, I, this was actually last year. I remember doing one of our shows. Um, I put it on like one of my top games of the year and you are all like, what game is this Flynn son of crimson? It is. And it was great. I had the community manager in the chat with me and I asked like, what, oh, was yeah, ins- that's what right. inspired this game? And there, and cause you could tell there's like, there's it's, it's inspired by so many things, but Mega Man is highly inspired by it. Donkey Kong country is inspired by it. Sonic three, um, and Breath of the Wild. And you can kind of see these elements in it. It's got a beautiful art style. It's a uh, pixel-based art style, platformer, um, kind of 16-bit, just, just a fantastic, fun platformer with some great elements to it. Um, it's, it's a wonderful game. I've enjoyed playing it. There's some great level design, great music. Um, characters, cool, characters are great. Um, there's kind of an RPG skill tree a little bit like of, of leveling up stuff. I, I would highly recommend it. Flynn son of crimson. It's actually leaving game pass this week. I believe that's what Emily had mentioned in the chat. If you haven't, I think you should really, really check it out. If not wish list it. And I guarantee you, you're going to enjoy, I shouldn't say guarantee you're going to enjoy it. You are going to enjoy it. If you like kind of the games that I play. And by the way, I have a stream out. You can check it out. Um, I think you should pay it. Pay it, pick it up, uh, and support this amazing this amazing um, developer and, and company as well. Very That's cool. what I've been playing. Nice, Jesse. So I've been continuing Picross 3D Round Two. I didn't think I was going to keep playing it, but it seems to be like a good. I have I have ten minutes. I guess got off a call. I have ten minutes before the next one. I pick pick it up and take a small break with it, and it's a 
uh, you know, I'm like, I'm, you know, going through it. I rolled credits on it, which is about like two thirds through all of the puzzles. So I probably will be able to finish it before the next show. Uh, then I'll need to find something else to do for my 10 minute break games. <laughs> probably go back to, uh, Logic Pick because I haven't played that in a while. And, uh, something that I've been threatening on doing for a lot, for several years now, and I finally started it, uh, a replay of Dragon Quest Nine Sentinels of the Starry Skies. Um, uh, I'm playing, I'm like four or five hours into it. I remember this game taking like 75 hours the first time, but I hear other people say that it's not that long. So I think I just overly grinded. That was, I don't know, but yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm not that far into it. And I still, I've done that before. Do, I do <laughs> want to, uh, because well, this, cause this one has a job system, but we're like final Fantasy's job systems. If hero one is a warrior, and then changes to something else, and Hero 2 becomes a warrior, it's starting over. But here, if I remember right, because I haven't gotten to the point where I changed jobs, if Hero 1's a warrior, changes out, and Hero 2 becomes a warrior, it takes on what Warrior 1 already learned. So it it Mm. does speed things up. And then once you get to a maximum level, you can respec to get better stats and go down to level 1 and level up again so this is uh this this game can be played forever if you wanted it to <laughs> so it's a forever game yeah because uh, i when i played it the first time yeah this game's 13 years old so <laughs> when i played it when it was new I, it took 75 hours to roll credits and i think i put 250 hours in total you know unlocking all the jobs and nice getting all the abilities and skills from them. Uh, you just, you're, you're all your, and if, if you max out certain skills, they learn, they maintain some skills when they change to jobs. So you can just end up with a, a, a massive magic user sage like character that has sword skills. And it's just, and so you can like, depending on how many jobs you've, maxed for each character you can you can come up with some really crazy specs so that'll be a little game I'll, i play off and on for a while and then the last game i want to talk about is uh, rpg time the legend of right tim finished it last week where i was just getting it started i pretty much played through the entire game in a week of which yesterday i think i played through half the game alone yesterday (laughs) i don't know how long total 14 or 15 hours probably sounds right yeah yeah but the thing that surprised me about this game is there's a large variety of little mini games involved Mm -hmm. even just boss fights aren't the same type of combat every time there's something mine something something different in each one and it Actually, got me thinking. Uh, so uh, I did die a lot, you know, because sometimes it takes me a while to figure out what the trick is. How many I, notches did you get? Do you remember? I think I got like eighteen or nineteen. Okay, I think it's probably where I was about. We're from fifteen to twenty, is what I was going to say. Yeah, I, I normally go two. If I go three deaths, then I'll take the hint. <laughs> There's a hint option on the game over screen, so it'll tell I you. I took I took hint once, and I can't remember what it was for. 
it was late in the game and it was frustrating me because was I it for the armored time. horse no okay i think i took no. the hit three times total at, at least twice maybe okay. three no it was it was later on and i and i can't think of it but go ahead <laughs> so yeah i liked it um little something i want to kind of debating with myself whether I want to even mention it, but I think I will because it's not really spoiling anything. But when you finish the game... Oh, yes, yes. You 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 you, you basically have a solid the, the end screen. And it soft locks there. The only way out is to force quit the game. Relaunch it. You get a little bonus bonus scene. Yes, I think if you're most playing people, the game and you beat it, make sure you relaunch the game. <laughs> I think a lot of people will ju- would just stop there and not go back in. Right. So I'm not going to say what happens, but that gives it. There's a little an extra bonus scene that's it's it's that it's another added thing to the whole charm of this game, which I mentioned before. This just this game just oozes charm. <laughs> yeah. And lots of stuff and, happening in it. And like voice of cards where it's become a series now, you know, a third game was just released this week. I plan on starting that this weekend. Uh, they, they basically said there's going to be more of this coming. Yeah. So I'm, I'm out. I'm in next time an RPG time shows up. I'm in it. It's, it's a, uh, if you like RPG games, again, it's short. Give it a try. I liked how short it was, and I also liked what you mentioned, the variety of mini games that you get throughout, the yeah. different ways you battle in the game kept it fresh. Yeah. I, I, yeah, there, there was one of the mini games was like a Minesweeper-like on a six-by-six six field, but the number of bad squares, I won't say how many, because uh, it's relatively low that it was kind of easy. So even yeah. if you're There's not... There's a lot of easy elements in the game, for yeah. sure. So, yeah, so, so if a game would normally be tricky in a logic puzzle sense, it's not here. It's And uh, there some puzzles where they even said, if you don't want to do this, hit the skip button and I'll solve yeah. it for you. Yes. I didn't it need meant to do to, that. It is meant to be fun. Uh, and that's why I said it's a good game. I think a good entry point for a lot of kids who are looking to get into RPGs too, I think. There is one there is one stage where the game actually says if you are a younger kid play it with a parent. Yeah. <laughs> and and at first I'm like, oh yeah, really what's it going to do? I'm like, yeah, it got kind of creepy. Yeah. And I've uh, heard you guys talk about this 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 RPG time RPG time Legend of right. Yeah. And I've been I've been tempted, but I don't trust you. No, I think you're all wrong. Go watch our videos. <laughs> Go watch my video. I don't want to be ruined. Tim, <laughs> no, I've heard you guys talk about it. I was Marty like, likes it. Oh, well, then Marty. I'm not going to. I thought you and Marty like games. The same. It games. depends. We have a Venn diagram that doesn't necessarily overlap. <laughs> I was going to say, ask Marty what he thinks of it. I mean, he not like our Venn diagrams that are two unique yeah, Venn diagrams. Although I will tell you that after I watched what was that that uh, video, there was the oh, there was one you were like, oh, you definitely don't like this game. Then I watched it. I was like, oh no, that looks like it's a Justin game. Which one was Which that? Which one? Now you got to tell me which one it was. <laughs> it was in one of those, like an indie direct. It's Piper or Flute or, oh my gosh. It's like Paper Mario 
And oh, is that the, the, the plucky squire? Yep, that plucky one? squire. There okay. it is. There yeah. it is. I saw that afterwards. I was like, oh no, that looks good. Yeah, that's and you, you said plucky squirrel, and I made it, and that turned I that, did. Uh, that, sound, that was that sounds about right. That, that was the title of the show that week. All right, Jesse, that was all that you played, right? Yes. Is it all right? Tim's like, for the love of gosh, please. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I see on his list, Justin. Geez. <laughs> I see the list too. Don't be shooting me the negativity there, Tim. It looks longer, but the That's games are saying. all like six points each. <laughs> all right. I've been playing Disney Dreamlight Valley, which you guys heard me talk about before. Um, it's a good game just to jump into every now and then and do the things I need to do and complete a quest maybe and and move along and the only funny thing is is there's elements of uh you know animal crossing to it where you can design your house and stuff like that you know I barely touched that part of the game I've just been doing the quests and I got a, I'm getting a lot of uh customization parts for and clothing and all that kind of stuff but I'm still wearing the same thing I wore day one when I started the game. My house is only slightly changed because I just had to do a quest on uh, building up my house a little bit more. But I still didn't put anything in it other than a stove so I could cook stuff. <laughs> so I haven't done much on that well, side. That's more than I did in the uh, the home flipping simulator. Oh, <laughs> I yeah. built the house and forgot to put in a kitchen. But it's... Uh, Right now, Splatoon 3 has been taking most of my time if I can. It, but I've learned not to play Splatoon 3 when I go to bed. I did that one night where I was. I decided, hey, I'll fire up Splatoon 3 and maybe play a couple rounds. Nope, I was up for three hours <laughs> up until like <laughs> two or two or three in the morning. Yeah, Next I've day, done that before was, with, you know, like I want to go to bed at 10 o'clock and like something distracts me and I realized it's midnight 30 now. Crap. Right. Yes. <laughs> My wife asked me the next day, she's like, how late were you up playing a game? It's like, I don't want to say. (laughs) Right. And then I uh, also, before we started the show today, I played, well, I've been playing more, but I streamed Wayward Strand. It's a game that came out today. Uh, It's kind of like a choose your own path story. Um, Choose your own um, adventure in a way. Uh, but basically, I've been I played it when we got the code from uh, the developer for it. I've been playing it for about a week, and then I did a stream of the second day today. And it's basically um, it's a story about a young lady who is 14 years old. She's on summer vacation, and uh, her mom has her come to work with her. And her mom is a nurse. I'm assuming she's a nurse uh, from what I'm getting out of the story. And works in a hospital. Now, the interesting part is, is one, it's the year 1978. That's not the most interesting part. The most interesting part is that she works in a floating hospital, meaning it's in, you know, kind of like an airship that's docked and has been converted to a seniors living center hospital type place. So you're going in and you're, uh, you're this daughter who's helping out her mom by helping out around this hospital, this floating hospital. So you got to go between floors and uh, kind of listen in uh, to some of what's being talked about in these rooms where these senior citizens are living. You can listen in on the crew 
on the ship and the nurses on the ship. Um, you can also talk to the people by going to sit down with them. You're supposed to be helping. That's why you're there. So there's some situations where you're going to be helping either the crew or the, um, the uh, senior citizens on the boat. Uh, and then you can start asking questions uh, along the way that pertain to things you've overheard in some of the rooms. So it's almost kind of like a little bit of a detective story, but part of her story this uh, 14-year-old girl is she's using this opportunity to write a school paper about this boat, this airship. So she's that's why she's asking a lot of questions. But there's a, there's a little mystery to it to where there was one senior citizen who passed away the day that she arrived. And so there's a lot of chit-chat about that. There was a conflict between two of the senior citizens uh, between one that's alive and the one that passed away the day before. And so there's a lot of talk about that. Uh, and then there's also a lot of talk about some of the past of these senior citizens, a lot of story about wartime um, scenarios and stuff like that. So the other interesting part about this is that the, the um, replayability of this game is interesting because I built this is only I, I'm still playing my first time through and I'm on the second day and I believe there's three days total. But while you're going into listening to the rooms, listen in on the people's conversations or talking to people, everything else on the ship is still going on. So you are missing pit beat bits from it's other like people. a Majora's mass type of thing. Possibly, I guess. Yes. So, but yes, it's like, it's going on in real time. So you come in at the beginning of the shift of your mom's shift, and then you leave at the end of her shift. And during this time, you get, you get a watch in the, in, in the bottom right corner of your screen and you keep time throughout the day. You you can go to lunch with everybody and you can have conversations with the people having lunch, but you're missing out on other conversations that are going on in the rooms and people are walking around having conversations with each other. So you can be missing out on a lot. And that's why there's the replay value of the story. So you could learn more probably on playing through a second or third time. So right now, again, I'm only going through the first time. And part of it is just finding out what the history of this boat is and uh, on a particular guest or a particular senior citizen living there. So I've been finding it very fascinating and I equated it to people also, you know, if into reading or listening to audiobooks that they may be, if you have a switch, you may be interested in playing this game um, in place of that. So like, instead of me playing Splatoon three uh, after that one night, I started playing this so I could play a little bit, do a little investigation um, and probably get to getting a day completed quicker. I still have a little wait. I got maybe about three or four hours left on this particular day to finish out the day. Uh, but I figured it was a great opportunity to play something nice and calm. The music's nice and relaxing. There's nothing really crazy going on other than you just trying to be in, engaged in the story. Uh, the other uh, other thing I mentioned too is maybe even if, if you're an early riser, just having a cup of coffee and doing this, you know, this game. 
So in the morning instead. So I think it's one of those type of games that's really relaxing and you could just really sit back and enjoy. And again, that's Wayward Strand that's out now, right, Tim? Yes, Wayward Strand. It is out now on the Nintendo Switch. And again, I did a stream of it. So you can go watch a replay of, uh, I think I did 45 minutes of it on that stream. That's great. So that's what I've been playing. uh, And that's what we've all been playing. Let's move on to the community spotlight. Do it. All right. So really quick, I'll go through. We have, um, again, our family of podcasts. They also have all of their contests that they have going on. Monthly Mayhem, the new one hasn't launched yet, so stay tuned to the Dads After Dark show for when they announce their next Monthly Mayhem. Uh, And also listen to their show for any bounties that they have going on, So, which we recently just helped them give out a prize for $100 for their last bounty because Mm -hmm. it was was a big deal. That's how we do. (laughs) And then Game Pass News is going to be dropping, if they haven't already, uh, their achievement hunters, uh, thing that they have going on. So take a listen to all those shows, keep tuned into them and you'll get to hear when they do their contests. Also speaking of those family podcasts, we have, uh, don't forget to listen to game pass news, dad's after dark show, retro logic on topic, retro or retro groove. All of those podcasts have something different for everybody. Again, Game Pass News does Xbox types content. Dad's After Dark Show is the type of show you listen to after you put your kids to bed and you listen to some good old fun dad talk, um, after dark talk. And they talk usually, about games, they, of course, too. Like they, op- they usually open with a dirty joke. Yes. And then the retro logic that is hovering around the retro stuff. You know, you got retro games where they're talking about retro fighting games or on topic retros talking about various games on the NES, super NES game boys. And then retro groove talks about games, uh, excuse me, music from like say 30 years ago, you know, from the nineties movie soundtracks from the nineties. So lots of varying content and lots of stuff in our uh, family of podcasts to listen to. So with that, let's move on into the questions we get from all of our community members. And again, thanks Do for it. sending us to those questions, everybody. We look forward to these all the time. So a question from the email comes from Russ G. Wondering what Jesse thought of Minotaur Prince. Personally, I felt let down by the second half of the game. I found myself successfully solving the light and circuit puzzles without even understanding why. I heard Jesse's comment last week on getting the more powerful sword, and I'd, I'd found it earlier, but unless I missed something, the game never explained how to get it out. For that puzzle, I again brute forced. Luck completed it. That's how I felt in the second half of the game, that I was doing things successfully without knowing why. So while the Sleeping King was charming, I found Minotaur to be more of a chore. Don't get me wrong, didn't hate it. Still enjoyed it overall, but I felt let down for the second half of the game. Perhaps I did not heed the mantra of high hopes and low expectations, though. Jesse, what are your thoughts yeah, on that? I, I haven't gone back to it since I wasn't able to get that third sword. Uh, uh, John Blanco kind of gave me a hint about what needs to be done, and I just haven't had a chance to go back and do it. And uh, and this is Blossom Tales, right? Yeah. 
Okay, because it, I mean, it, the question was just yeah, yeah, it, print, so yeah, I was completing it's, the yeah, title. It's Blossom Tales too. <laughs> okay. Uh, and uh, even he said that he needed to look up solutions to like two of the puzzles, and it was really, or was it Drew? I don't remember which one it was, but it was one of those. <laughs> but, right. uh, and so, in that, which hearing that kind of did de- de- incentivized me from wanting to continue. And I had other games on my list I wanted to play anyway. I want to try to get back into this game, but again, normally if I fall out of a game, I don't get back. Okay. Well, there you but, go. Uh, yeah. So it sounds <laughs> like you got further than I did, ultimately. All right, Russ. Just um, if you want comment on this video, or I'm not sure if you're in our Discord, come you can come in our Discord and ask more questions. Maybe you guys can have a conversation a little bit more. You deeper. can start a thread, and other people can hop in. Yeah, there you go. All right, maybe a forum from- post because those are new. And the forums, Discord forums. I, I, I don't know why that's a thing because it's completely <laughs> weird. <laughs> Get off my lawn. No. <laughs> Questions right? from the Discord. Chris HL, why wasn't there a loft wing in the Legend of Zelda footage? That's what you alluded to earlier, Justin, I think. Or was it uh Marty? Marty might have. Marty. Marty. Yeah. So we, we answered that question. And Zablanc later asked, did anyone else find it unusual that there were no significant additions to Nintendo Online, considering we're in annual renewals time? Every year has been something big, SNES, Genesis, N64. But this time we just get a preview of the monthly N64 games. Plus, I guess the big Game Boy rumors of last year were just that. Eh? Yeah, yeah. My commentary, <laughs> my commentary that to that again is I think the annual cycle has moved to November because yeah, of when I they think la- I think last year they did the, the big push in October instead of September. And yeah, it, it was like the just, mid mid to end of October. It's like. 13 or 12 and a half month cycles instead of 12 month cycles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We talked about it in discord in the discord too, that, uh, and I mentioned it there that I thought that we would probably get a either mini video on the next NSO thing or, or just the Twitter announcement, you know, with a, what's new uh, news. <laughs> bless so me. bless you. So great question. All right. Uh, Jamie, the J- JDP car 18. Can we finally start ignoring these Nintendo insiders? Yes. Too many people are falling for their words and believing them just because they have a reputation. I think we kind of, I mentioned that too. That was my low light of <laughs> that. That kind of ruins it for me in a way of these directs now because of the yeah, insiders. You were, you were, you were angry. <laughs> Super Nintendo, we talked about his question, but I want your answers, guys. Uh, well, actually, we all answered it. So that was the hot dog question. And Mecca, first, shout out to Mecca Dad's. First, we want to shout out to Mecca Dad's dad, who is celebrating his birthday. Happy woot, woot. birthday, Mecca Dad. <laughs> woot, woot. So, and then also his question is, with Halo Infinite axing out uh, local split screen multiplayer. Do you think it's truly the end of split screen multiplayer? Has companies given up on even attempting to make it work, or can it even still work in today's day and age of gaming? Well, I mean, I I think you know, I think it's a great it's a great question. But I, I I mean, there is still a desire and a, and a 
want for local couch co-op multiplayer. And I think you just need to look as far as it takes two being like the game of the year last year and winning tons of accolades to understand that couch co-op is still a critical thing. I think what you're seeing is that game companies potentially may not be prioritizing in the way, but rather prioritizing online components of it. And that's what we saw from Halo. Um, and, and so you- I... Because you can't monetize local multiplayer. Oh, you sure can't, right? Um, but I, but I think you know. So long. I mean, Nintendo is ve- is still the king of couch co-op. That's their belief. That's their mantra. I mean, you can just see that because they don't really super invest in their online infrastructure very well. But rather, they believe that the that the journey is in the couch co-op, which is one of the reasons why I'm so excited to see these guys face to face. And we're literally we playing <laughs> games in the same space and not having to deal right. with deal with horrible internet. Um, so I think I think Nintendo is still very much the belief that that gaming is not a uh, an isolated uh, experience, but rather a social experience, and that's their their mantra. That's why they stay towards um, couch co op. But I think the other ones um, just aren't in in the, in the same capacity, right? And, and so uh, I think I think it's still also very much up to the publishers, right? Like I think of the you know the Disney racing game that's coming out soon, Speedway or something like that. Is that split screen? I don't know. Um, you know, you look at games like Overcooked, right? Um, Oddballs that's coming out here. Like, are these on? Are these all online? Or are they also local? The local split screen, the actual split screen, might still be questionable because that doesn't happen very often because it does take a little bit of different work. But oh, the new, the, the updated version of GoldenEye for Xbox is going to be local play split screen. So <laughs> there you go. So there's still something there. Yeah, that's what they're left have- with. And then the old debate about don't peek in my in my sector, right? right yes. Yeah, stop looking. I can see you. Right. <laughs> right. All right. Uh, Mike Burgett with Mikey already Burgett. with uh, already this week having a direct and a state of play. Do you have any predictions for any game reveals at the Tokyo Game Show? Anything else left? I'm, I I I am tanked out. I. I have no after this week. I have no energy to even monitor TGS, so I'll I'll just wait and see what the summary videos and tweets are as they come Wasn't, in. I mean, Capcom did something this week or yesterday today, I think, as well. Wasn't Konami supposed to be talking about Konami? Yeah, talking thought- about beloved franchises coming back. Like, like I, I, I couldn't guess. I couldn't even take a wild speculation. I mean, everyone's like, "Oh, Metal Gear Solid." Konami's not doing anything. Metal Gear Solid. Don't even start with me. Right? They have such a such a checkered past with Hodea Kojima. Like that is that is I mean, unless it's a re-release of something they have already done, maybe, like a collection or something. Maybe, but I I don't know. It's I because there was speculation again with all the uh, you know insider information. There was speculation that there would yeah, be a if they a did Metal that, Gear would they remove Kojima's name on every game? Yes, they sure would. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, who knows what kind of issues that would be. Uh, we also got a quick question in the chat from uh, Beige Six Four Ten. That's what I would is say. Platoon Three, the thing to keep people subscribed to NSO. No, but people well, will because they want the online play. But that's not going to be the like. Well, we're all going to subscribe to NSO because we we have to subscribe to NSO. It's kind of like having a prostate exam, right? You don't want to have it, but you have to have it. And that's really that's really what NSO is. The, the big I question think is: will their, I think- will their DLC 
be bundled in with expansion pack like no. other games. No, it will be eventually. eventually. Just like how Octo Season 2 was. Like in, but it will not years, be. After they cease uh, support, then they'll throw you know, it in. I say, I say that, but that like was a Mario... Player thing, I say that, but Mario Kart... Um, I mean that expand that's there, right? And Animal Crossing. Maybe so they've picked some of their high they they picked some very profitable IPs. Maybe the said, first player DLC might be free on NSO and then mm-hmm. their their multiplayer ones will be purchasable. Yeah, maybe. But I think I think Goldeneye right now, if we don't get anything, NSO would be is the one that's the part for NSO. Uh, you, you, you say that nostalgia. they do their DLCs with their high selling games but yet an, an hour ago we said this was potentially top 10 so it'll yeah. be a high selling game yeah that's and that's why i'm saying that's why i'm saying like you look at animal crossing you look at um mario kart and you look at splatoon 2 those were high producing high selling games that have dlc via the nso app so that's why i was like maybe i'm wrong there great questions as usual and i think we have one more voicemail we do it's also from christian Hey guys, it's me Christian again. I I know I already called earlier this week, but I just saw the Nintendo Dad's big announcement video. And I just want to tell you guys, I am so pumped up and also so sad at the same time because my family and I, even though we're a big fan of you guys, we have a Hanson concert to go to and it's my wife's favorite band, so I can't make her disappointed. But anyways, I just wanted to let you guys know that I'm super excited to see you guys all together. You guys rock. We love your contact here. And also, I just just thinking about the name for this. I know you're saying, uh, Marty, Nintendo Dads do New York, but I think this should be Nintendo Dad Con 2022. And then New York is fine. First year you guys are going to do this, New York. Please come to Orlando. That would be the coolest thing ever. I would love that. All right, guys. I hope you have a great day. See ya. Oh man, if it works out to come to Orlando when the uh, the Mario World opens up down there, that's in Universal next, Studios. Did, did we just get trumped by Hanson? <laughs> yes. Also, for those of you that don't remember who Hanson is, you need to go take a quick Google search <laughs> and realize why what I just did is a banger. All right, it's fire, and you're gonna love it. Yes. Uh, I that's, didn't even know that they were still around. Oh, yeah, I bet you. <laughs> well, I shouldn't even say I bet you. Like, obviously, they are. And what better way to end the show than on our topic of getting together November 5th for Extra Life, also for the 400th episode, which we'll do on the third, hopefully try to do it live mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> if we can. But we'll be live together and then doing a meetup on the 4th in New York at the Nintendo New York shop. So uh, lots of stuff going on. We're all excited about what we announced today. Justin, you didn't get to come in and talk about it. What do you, what do you want to say about our, our reveal today about uh, all of us getting together? Yeah, no, I am. I am so excited. <laughs> I also recognize how so tired we're going to be um, at the end of that trip. Uh, I don't know about you, gentlemen. My flight out from Calgary is 6 a.m. Thursday morning. Um, so it means I'd be there like 4 a.m. So I intend on well, sleeping on some flights. My return um, home flight is that early on Monday morning. Yeah, it's, you know, listen, again, I talked about it on the on the um, video we did this 
this is super like humbling and crazy and amazing. And the fact that like we have worked together in this virtual zoom capacity, like there is nobody other than my wife that I talk to more than the view three right on a, on a weekly basis. Um, And so to finally get to just be in the same place together and just hang out, like I'm, I'm excited to like Thursday night, sit down, crack a couple beers, right. Um, Order pizza and just like, chill and get and and just get to like like be in the same space together and just like understand who we are a bit more than just our screens right um and then to say just like room yeah and then to like (laughs) then like roll that around and then be like tomorrow we're gonna go to the nintendo store we're gonna do amazing things there and then we're gonna meet up with some of our friends our content creators that we've had on the show and then we're gonna head over to rome and do this big amazing like friday night event beforehand and then saturday to roll into it um like it's it's I, I joke about it, but like literally this show started in a Tim Hortons with <laughs> two guys who didn't know each other and said on Twitter, Hey, you might look like we have something in common. And somehow eight years later, 400 you, episodes. You brought me in for the technical knowledge. We brought you in for the technical <laughs> knowledge of it. Um, 400 episodes, a whole spinoff of community that supports spinoff shows. Other content creators are creating their own stuff that we're super proud of and that have somehow been connected with us. Our community has raised over $20,000 for Children's Miracle Networks. We're going to raise more money. Like, and then we're going to see each other. And, and, and this is funded by support of our community. It's funded by the work that we do here, the hours that we put in, the, all those things. It is, it is absolutely mind-blowing. There is a level of excitement in me that I can't even handle it. Uh, like I just think about it almost constantly, which is not healthy. Um, <laughs> and I like, I'm just so, and like going to New York is awesome. I've been there before. I'm not excited about going to New York. I don't really care. I've been to New York Nintendo server. I don't super care. I am like, like the, the moment that keeps playing in my mind is showing up the Airbnb on Thursday, all four of us and being like, wow, here yes. we are. Right. Like that's the thing that just keeps calling in a New York pizza to our place. Yeah. Like just, there. just, just keeps going. <laughs> um, and so I, it's, it's, it is really, really humbling and crazy and I'm so excited and we are so blessed. Um, so Mecha Dragon's a little confused on the time frame. So let, let's just go through it one more time. We got November 3rd is when we're all <laughs> flying in, right? November so 3rd is the Thursday. That is Thursday. the Thursday. Thursday. We we're flying in on that Thursday. night. The show is live. Yep, we're recording live it live. We're hoping may, to be streamed live. <laughs> hopefully it can might stream be streamed. It, live. it might not be. Depending on what kind of Wi-Fi we have there. And then Friday, Friday the 4th, yep. we are meeting up at the Nintendo store at 10 a.m. with anybody who can make it there. Yep. You don't have to be there. No. But we'll be there. And in case you want to be there, too, that we'd love to meet anybody we can in person. Yep. And then uh, we have to leave by noon yep. to catch our train. Correct. So we'll be there so about two hours, unfortunately, but it is. Yeah. yeah. The rest of you people who can meet there, you guys can stay there and, and hang out in New York all you want, but we have to leave at noon because we have to get over to Rome on a train. Cause it was yeah. the only time last latest time available that we could get on a train for. So we'll be in, you know, doing the fourth there and then we'll be in Rome later on the fourth rolling into the fifth uh, Saturday morning is when we'll be doing the extra life stuff with we Phoenix go, Overdrive. Yeah, and we go live at 10 a.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time on that Saturday. Daylight. 
I hate you. <laughs> Starting at 10 a.m. on we'll on, end on at 10 a.m. standard time, but we'll start 10 a.m. daylight time. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Just say Eastern time. We'll, we'll yeah. go with that, and then we'll stream all the way uh, until Sunday. Yep, and uh, and that's and November 6th. November 6th, and we're doing an extra hour because of daylight savings time, so 25 hours. And then very, very, very. Blah, I can't even say it. We'll each be leaving when we need to leave. Yeah, Sunday I will be. Le- I yeah, I'm. Well, I'm leaving Sunday um, yep. because my flight's a little bit more complicated and a little bit more arduous than than you gentlemen. Um, but I, I I'll be landing in Calgary at I think like 1 a.m. Monday morning and then driving back to Lethbridge. Um, so it'll be a very long day. Yes, that will be long and ugly. Yeah. So and then the rest of us will be flying back on Monday the seventh to our respective homeland. <laughs> so uh a home basis so that will be a this will probably one of the few times in our late in our lives that will be crazy running on few hours of sleep <laughs> yeah and if any sleep but we're gonna soak it all up as much as we can and something that like justin you've been saying uh that you keep going over your head i am losing my mind the fact that one that like you said, the community is allowing us to do this. Yeah. If it wasn't for the community and the yeah. work that Justin, you put in for the sponsorships, we wouldn't be able to do this. So thank you, Justin. And thank you to the communities for allowing us to do this. Cause originally the, we had goals on Patreon that were not met to do this. However, with, and back behind the scenes stuff that, nobody knows about but justin crunches the numbers and says yeah we can do this and no we can't do that or type of thing but it was yeah. like hey the opportunity came up justin was like hey we can we can do this effectively so, we've been saving money up for this for a while yeah <laughs> yep. yeah so things that we buy you know and stuff like that we try to watch our money and watch our pennies and all that kind of stuff so thankfully yeah. we're we, able to we, do that I think our I think our our vision for when we spend money for the show, the way that we look at it is is it's it's communal, and we do it for what has value or might have an impact that would be valuable for our community or valuable for the show. Um, so whether that's buying new mics, right, buying new lights, um, you know, picking up a, a game to be able to show or preview or raffle, a ra- a raffle and give away games and yeah. systems and stuff like that, that add value. We try and be, that's kind of our, our, our North star for how we make these decisions. And I think that this, that this, this is, this is kind of like, this is very unique content that we'll be creating. The planets um, aligned essentially, because again, it's, extra life we get to meet each other it's yeah. the 400th episode um just all these things just went right so yeah. it just yeah and it worked out and then to have like you know phoenix overdrive uh that team kind of reach out and, and and express interest in us joining and and so it all and and then listening to some of our content and i and i don't want to tell you which content creators can be there yet because i don't think there's official announcements but when we had an opportunity to meet with that team and 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 recognize which content creators were there we're like oh yeah these are these are these are people that are that we have that are in part of our either we 
touch base on the podcast sphere. We've done work together. They've been on our shows. We've been on their shows, but to actually be able to like literally come face to face and hang out with these people, you mm-hmm. know, um, is, is pretty incredible uh, opportunity. And so it's, it's, um, it's going to be crazy. Mecha dragon. It's going to be hard to top this one with a 500th episode. Uh, 500th episode is when we just stop the show. We're done 10 years. <laughs> we're pulling the plug. I don't care what's going on. We're done. Um, it is, it is tough, but I mean, um, but again, it goes back to that idea of like, just the support that we've had to do this. Um, and I've said this before, like whether it's, whether it's through Patreon, whether it's through Twitch, whether it's through you watching, like you watching our videos is literally people yeah, YouTube that helps, yep. right. Cause yep. VOD and that's monetization there, or whether it's you retweet or you share, or you tag us, like you use our promo use codes, codes, you yeah. listen to our show, you, you, you rank us on, on Apple music or wherever it is. These are all things that you might not feel like they're big things, but for us as content creators, these are massive things that move us forward and get the attention of sponsors like Manscaped, like Gooder, some of the other companies that have reached out before in the past to say, Hey, we would like to, can we do this? Right. And I think you probably understand recently, right? Like, like we can't make this a full-time thing, right? <laughs> like we all got, we all got careers that are paying a lot more. Right. And I think as you've probably recognized this week through the video game industry, as I look at stuff over at G4 fan bite, um, there's been some massive layoffs, right? The video game industry unto itself being a full-time content creator or whatever it is, is very fickle, right? Uh, especially in major corporations. So this allows for us to be independent, to make decisions for our, our small little company and to, to have some amazing experiences. I will stop talking because I am probably ranting way more than I should. <laughs> but, my, but my commentary here is thank you. Thank you. Please subscribe to our, our all the things that we do. The week leading up is going to be crazy. I'm going to tell you there are surprises in store that these gentlemen don't even know about yet. Um, and, and so that you are going to get to be an opportunity to experience some pretty cool things as well. So please uh, thank you. And again, I've said before, if you were in the New York area and can, and can, and can make time for those two hours, I know that it's super busy. Other things, if you can't, that's no, like my feelings aren't hurt. Also, please don't be a crazy person who like drives 12 hours to come to see us for like two hours. Please don't be a crazy person. If you're there. Awesome. We'll have, we'll have maybe some lunch. We'll have some hot chocolate or, or tea or coffee or, or, or sodas and go into the store and just hang out and, and just be together. That's it. Like, and, and it's, you know, we're not doing an autograph signing or anything like that. It's just like, Hey, it's awesome to see you face to face touch, touch, you know, shake hands and hugs and um, take photos and, and whatever you want. Like, I don't know. This is, Sounds weird. <laughs> yes. All of those things. And that's, that's what we're all excited for. Just, and, and to get it back down to the, the base, the foundation of it all, yeah. being able to hang out with these three guys uh, after years of listening to most of them, my time, and then being a part of the show for a lot of the time too, is exciting for me. So I'm looking forward to it as well. So with that, let's wrap things up, close it out. And we'll say again, thanks to our 6,387 subscribers on YouTube, our 1,385 followers on Twitch, our 18 Twitch subscribers. All of those things, again, help us do the things that we're able to do here, as we mentioned. Also, use the code NINDADS at Manscaped or at Gooder for the various discounts that you can get there. Go to nintendodads.org slash merch to get our merch, including the new merch that launched today at the beginning of the call, at the beginning of the podcast about this contest. We got a new logo for the 400 episodes, the four dads, the four extra life live and in person. Go check out that logo. 
and um, watch our YouTube. And you'll see what we showed off on the beginning of the show as well there. Uh, you could also go to nintendodads.org to see where we got everything there. All of our socials, all of our videos, everything's linkable from there and we'll get you to where you need to go. That's our kind of our hub. So don't forget you can join, find us in most places in Patreon, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube by typing Nintendo Dads and find us there. You can email us at nintendodads at gmail.com or call in and leave a voicemail, which, you know, voicemail is getting kind of lonely lately. We haven't heard any. Well, no, Christian's been doing a good job. Christian, called, been, Christian is keeping Mabel Christian, employed, although yes. the fact that, like, we let her go is kind of weird to bring her back to answer for. We got Robo Mabel now. Robo, it's Robo Mabel. Mabel. Oh, my gosh. 92925NDADS or 92926327337, excuse me, to get to our voicemail. So big thanks to OC Remix for the music throughout the show and download from your favorite podcast of choice, excuse me, podcast app of choice to listen to our podcast. For me, for Justin, for Jesse, and for Marty, thanks for again for everything you do for us. And we'll check you all later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening into Nintendo Dads. Soundwave superior, constructicons inferior.